0: Welcome to Moralia Python Radio, with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre.
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Moralia Python Radio. Tonight, we are talking with Ryan Rumble. Uh yes, that's right. My accent there has uh made him what would that be? oh in French? Is that French? I'm not even <laughs> No, no, we're no, we're not doing this. Not even uh,
2: not even gonna give you the pleasure of it. No. <laughs> Just move on.
1: Okay. Moving on. We're talking bloods and short tailed pythons. Uh Ryan, uh he's got the bug bad. I mean bad. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think I don't think I've seen somebody with the bug this bad since I was bit by the carpet bug. Holy crap. He has, uh, <laughs> he has, uh, he has quite a nice group of, uh, short tails. Um, and his passion is definitely, uh, ignited. So looking forward to talking with him. Also, he recently cut down his collection. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, uh, about his feelings. Um, about how he's interacting with his collection now, now that it's a more manageable size. Uh, so that should be, uh, interesting to hear, but, um, yeah. So out of the Morelia world and into the short tail world and, uh, should be, uh, should be a fun show. Um, we're even doing the show. I was telling Owen before the show started today is my wife's birthday. So I have to say happy birthday and just to be a testament to how awesome she is, is that, you know, she doesn't yes, care that I'm down letting here. Us
2: do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has exactly. Killed you. That's, yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah.
1: So Go I worked story. on it early, made her breakfast, <laughs> gave her a present, took her out to lunch, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, right. that so I could break away at nine and, o'clock and do the show. So, uh, But that's pretty awesome. So, uh, let's see. Tons of, tons of stuff. What's going on with you, man? How you been? What's, what's new? Well,
2: uh, breeding snakes and doing other things. No, it's, uh, we, it's been a pretty mellow kind of a week. I mean, nothing's crazy has happened, but it's almost like this is the calm before the storm. Uh, in PA, we had a a couple snow flurries come through. Uh So there was obviously a lot of action going on in the cages. Um, And I have a few females that I'm pretty sure are already gravid. If not, they're, they're soon on their way to being massive. I mean, so I'm looking forward to all that. Uh, My, uh, I mean, but it's like, like I said, it's the calm before the storm. It's like, this is, you know, January, February. It's great. This is right before eggs start coming in March, April, May. I mean, this is, you know, babies start hatching in May, June. Like this is, all the adults are going to start waking up. So this is like, I'm enjoying my, my, my mellow time before we uh, really (laughs) got to start getting into it. I Uh, I don't have any shows that I'm vending until later this month. So it's, uh, once once all that starts shifting around, I'm going to have to start doing stuff, but right now we're pretty calm, pretty chill. So
1: that's cool. Yeah. Uh, as you know, still nothing going on over here, <laughs> but uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> still nothing breeding. Actually, it was, uh, um, I did get a uh, boy from you um, to do a little breed loan with. And uh, I was a little hesitant because I'm like, all right, you know, he's, you are late in the season or we're already in the season and who knows how he's going to take to adjusting. So I threw him right in with the female just to kind of be like, all right, we're going to give it a shot. And he was locked up with her within a day. So I'm like, oh, all right then. So there you go. Apparently your boys are ready, raring to go. It's just that, you know,
1: no girls. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, man, I keep them small and hungry. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. Lean, hungry, and ready to roll. I'm feeding the babies (laughs) and he's like up against the glass like food. I'm like, whoa, dude. Yeah, you're you're an you're an adult breeder right now. You're not getting fed, so. But other than that, dude, it's trying to get everything rolling.
1: Yeah, I I mean the most exciting thing that I've had in my reptile room for the past couple days is I actually got. (laughs) Oh, and you're gonna love this one of those carts. I'm listening. You know those three maintenance carts. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) dude.
2: Oh man, that's
3: awesome. All right, all right,
2: so. Like, we we got to start having moments where you, like, geek out over these things. Like, I want Dory to start, like, filming them so we can, like, <laughs> post them up on the – because like, uh, yeah. like, all I imagine is you, you're doing little turns in your reptile room going, yay! Oh, my <laughs> God! It's like, it's, I got a cart. That's all I want. Yeah. I got a cart. That's all I want right now. So, I mean, I would have that posted everywhere. It would be great.
1: Dude, so. it's got the little the little cup holder for the for the spray oh, God and, damn it. oh man, <laughs> yeah, little thing you, for the you're, paper towels. You came and, with a cup holder.
2: That's oh yeah, like a high,
1: that's a high
2: yield model there, tart Oh a yeah, couple. dude. Son of a
1: bitch. It's, it's high end, man. A, Come on, a, there's
2: no other way a, to roll. I need
1: a cart. <laughs> I
2: need a plastic cart. I don't feel like
1: carrying things anymore. Uh, it really <laughs> does make life easy, man. I'm serious. <laughs> like I'm like. Man, well, we, no wonder everybody uses these stupid things. This is great. Yeah, we,
2: thought about it when, we thought about it when Matt had it. Like he's like, oh yeah, I got this little cart I hang the trash bag off of. It. I got the water bowl here. I got all the cleaning supplies here, and I just wheel it over to every single rack. And we're like, my God, it's like that's you know, that's what yeah. I want. I don't want a TV in my snake room. Fuck that. I want a little cart to like, a cart. push <laughs> stuff around and get it done quickly. Yeah. 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 TV's upstairs. Uh,
1: yeah, you got the trash can underneath. I got the recycling bin for the cups. I got the the, the place where you put the snake. Right. Yeah, dude, it's cause uh, it's a wide it's a wide right. cart, you know. So, oh, it's pretty awesome. All
2: um, right, it's on my it's <laughs> on my birthday list. I'm turning I'm turning 31, <laughs> and I want a large Rubbermaid janitor's cart.
1: What there the you go. hell is wrong with me?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Note to self. Um, Note but, to uh, self. <laughs> yeah that's that's the most exciting thing that's happened to me all week so uh i don't know if that and, means and i'm obviously i'm a loser or <laughs> i don't know but,
2: but we both just got really excited about it so what the hell yeah. does that say so uh, no. um, i know um i don't know we don't have time for to get into that part of our <laughs> just move on
1: move yeah on. <laughs> uh I was uh, – I, I, so I've been, I've been trying to line up shows. I was telling you about this, and um, Harlan Wall was one that uh, I definitely wanted to get back on, so I was talking to him last right. night. Obviously, um, he uh, – he, uh, if, if you haven't seen, uh, he posted up the, the uh, Corrales cropani um, pictures that were – one was found down there in Brazil. Um, turns out that he's actually going down to Brazil where that snake was found, you know, um, so when he comes back, he's going to come on and, um, you know, we had, oh man, we must've talked for about, oh, I don't know, an hour and a half. I mean, our conversation could have been a show, <laughs> that, you know, it just could have, should have recorded right. it. But, um, exactly. we talked. To, you know, there yeah, we go. yeah, we talked about some, uh, some interesting topics for sure. And, um, I think, uh, when he comes back, man, that guy just has such, such he's, he's like, such he's so full of energy and like and to go mm-hmm. man he's just he's a he's a wealth of knowledge um but uh we're probably going to be talking about nutrition and chondros which is uh nice. he has some pretty interesting takes on it and um some some different stuff that we were talking about um but i'm not going to give too much away uh we'll we'll get him on here so that we can uh we can talk about it for sure um but uh yeah and one of the other things that we talked about is – and me and you have talked about it before, and maybe when Ryan comes on, we can we can discuss it a little bit too. But it just seems like yeah. when people have bad things that happen to them, um, they're kind of nervous about posting it up because you see some people that do have situations where um, – Either they had an animal that got sick or that animal died and, you know, they did whatever they did and they made a mistake. And, you know, obviously then everybody comes out of the <laughs> social media world so and ever, starts crucifying yeah, I mean, the person, you know. And, and, and the good. problem
2: the problem is, is he always the guy who's like doing the crucifying is like hmm. I have three snakes and they live in a 45-gallon tank each. That's all natural, like set up and they're all named Spot. It's like, okay, thank you, but – You know, there's a difference between that and basement full of, and yeah, it just, it always seems to come from a place where it's like, and who are you to be kind of throwing all the judging around? So,
1: yeah. One of the reasons why I've pulled away from Facebook big time is, and this just, you know, I go on there when I have to, and that's about it. Right. Um, I lurk a little bit here and there, but for the most part, what I did is Rob Stone actually gave me this tip. Um, I took I took the Facebook you know like the icon that you got on your phone where you click on, yeah. and I actually yeah. moved it to the last page. <laughs> you know you flip through <laughs> the pages on your phone, so it's on right, the last right, page. Right. So I don't I, you know I don't go on it as much. But I think what what upset me is, and I can't remember the details of this, so forgive me if I if I screw it up. And it was I don't know I woke up it was like four in the morning and I'm you know I, I, I turned my alarm off and. Um, I'm drinking coffee and just, you know, I was flipping through and there was some guy and he was arguing with Buddy and Julie about the proper way to keep chondros. And they were just saying how they don't, that, that, that Buddy and Julie don't know anything. And I was just like, I, clearly, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> I can't, I just, I can't, I can't fucking do this anymore. Are
2: kidding me? <laughs> it's, I clearly. It's, yeah. No, 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 no. Buddy and Julie amateurs it's like are you would you close your mouth for five freaking seconds to realize who the hell you're talking to
1: yeah i can't think of of, uh, god from from the first moment that i spoke to buddy i can't think of another person in the chondro community that really has gone out and tried to um, try to break down some of the misconceptions about these snakes right you You know, know have given you know hours and hours of time uh, both, you know, I'm sure through messages and emails and his website and uh, ICAS and not to mention the GTP Keeper show. And it's just like, I can't, I can't, I don't have the patience to deal with these, exactly, for lack of a better word, exactly. fuck nuts anymore to think they're just know everything about everything. I just can't.
3: <laughs> you know, <so> is <laughs> I'm one too the old, man. Probably
1: the, <laughs> buddy's
2: probably one of the, <laughs> the only guys that I know that will like go out of his way to help a customer who has purchased a Chondro from him. And even somebody who has not purchased a Chondro from him, he's yeah, one of the guys Take the customer the part
1: out of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Answer an yeah. email, talk
2: to somebody. I had a friend who bought a baby, cart, a baby uh, green tree python from one of those Ben Siegel auctions. And it's like, you've done everything wrong that I ever told you to do. And they did it. And they're like, what do I do now? I'm like, God damn it. So I'm like, Here's Buddy Buscemi's email address. And apparently he coached them through it. And it's like, right. you know, thank God you have somebody like that. And you're telling me he knows this. Shut up. See, now yeah. I'm mad and I'm going to leave Facebook too. I hope you're
1: happy. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, it. I don't know, man.
3: You just see it well a lot. You know. We're
2: going to bring we're gonna bring Ryan on and just yell at him. So yeah.
1: so what do you like yeah. about bloods? <laughs> what do you like bloods, Ryan? Yeah. What's up with short tails? <laughs> Why are their tails so short? Damn it! Why are they,
2: tell me now? Why are their tails so short?
1: Yeah. Uh, but uh, but no. I mean, uh, other than that, you know, not a whole lot going on. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're like screaming. They're like, other than that, you know, yeah, not really life a lot going good. on. I, okay, yeah, it's fine. Real quick, uh, real quick. I,
1: I was, I was, I, I have a couple. Um, you know, so. Uh, me and Rob were talking earlier, and we were talking about um uh, uh price lists and stuff, so I did see yeah. that Dennis McNamara posted up a price list earlier today, oh. which is kind of cool from back in the day For those people yeah. that don 't know uh i i don 't know if you 've heard this before i mean we 've had multiple guests talk about it, but back in the day, before the internet, you know you had to actually <laughs> you would call somebody up on the phone and actually talk to them. Not text message, talk,
3: and you have to say, yeah,
1: hello, and they'd say hello back. (laughs) It's kind of how it works. You know what I mean? And then you would say, I want a pair of white-lip pythons, and they would say, okay. You didn't pick out a pair. They would send you a pair of white-lip pythons. They they you a pair. (laughs) You were lucky
2: lucky if it was a boy and a girl.
1: Yeah, Yeah,
2: that's how it worked.
1: So they would send out these price lists in the mail with self-addressed stamped envelopes, uh, blah, 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 you know. and, and uh, you, you mail back get, what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you look at some so of the weird. prices. Um, so Rob was telling me that he had uh, a VPI site um, from, <laughs> from the early 90s. And I was telling you that they had this thing on there that said uh, 1.1 1. 1 lip pythons, and the mail was hypo. Like, oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but uh, uh so Yeah, that's yeah, that's uh that's pretty cool. Well, I,
2: I I love looking at those lists because it's like bread like A pair of bread lie were like five grand. I'm like, Ha 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 I got mine yeah. for two hundred years later. Wait, um, so it's like, you know, and um but then you look at it in the other way and it's like Ring Python's a hundred and fifty bucks. I'm like, God damn it. I would have yeah. twelve, so it's it's cool to look at those things because it shows you that, yeah, prices drop, but they also rise, and, you know, they shift all the time. Nothing is ever going to be the same, so it's cool to look at that kind of stuff. And can you imagine having to do through the mail? Like, I'd have lost interest in reptiles after five minutes if I had to, like, can wait for mailers and conduct it through that. Oh, my God, no. So.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's how you did it, man. I mean, <laughs> there it was no other way to do See, it. I would so just,
2: <laughs> I would have just kept all the reptiles that were at the local store near me. So, like Martin's Aquarium, that is what I would be keeping. So, because they they were
1: right there, instantaneous. So yeah, I did the same thing. I I never bought off a price list or anything like that. I went. I had there was there was three pet shops local to me, and and back then, you know, i I. I, I think I said this story last week, but you know, you would walk into this pet shop, and they would have this big, right. huge crate, crate, and there would be it would be filled with with ball pythons in there. I mean, it's just filled with them. And like thinking back now, if I knew now what I what, if I would have known then what I know now about what they were. I swear there was like pastels and yellow bell. You know what I mean? Like you just know that yeah. they were different. There was all these like gold looking ones. And I remember I wanted this gold one. And my dad's like, no, 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 get this one, get this one. And I'm like, yeah, but look at this one, dad, you know? So who knows? Yeah. It could have been something. It could have not been something, but. God damn it. Dad was <laughs> the first guy to breed pastel ball python.
3: Oh,
2: no. no.
1: Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, how life would have been different, huh?
3: Yeah, and that was the other
1: thing. Uh, when we were looking at VPI's site, they had Exanic ball pythons, right? They were. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! What was it? I think it was fifteen grand for yeah. a pair of hats. <laughs> ah, ow. For a pair of hats. Oh my god! Exanic, you know what I mean? It's just like we take for granted. I think these days, you know what the what the hurt world actually <laughs> has, as opposed to. What everyone, you know what I mean? <laughs> everyone,
2: everybody wants three gene animals for a hundred dollars. It's like come on,
3: it's
2: yeah. Like you know, that's why the, all the old guys get pissed off. So
1: yeah, and you know, it it one of the other things that we were talking about is like how, Well, you take uh, so we were talking about Emerald Tree Bowes the other day, and and Rob had mm. uh, sent me um sent me a link to uh, Rico's site. And I'm not sure, like, how long would that be up? You know what I mean? So, like, what happens when you get out of reptiles and you pull your website down? Um, all oh. that information uh, is kind of lost, lost, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, people need to think Rob about like, that kind of stuff.
2: Rob is like our generic histo- like reptile historian. I love it. <laughs> I like, have him in the background. it's like, you know, it's like, I wonder, I wonder what it was like back then. And he grabs this like giant book and throws it on the desk and like opens it up and flips it through yeah yeah it's like holy shit rob it's like yeah so
1: oh wait till people come and see my uh my bookshelf where i have like uh the binders of uh printing out um the websites oh, the, of people the shit
2: from the from from Penner or, or from uh mp
1: uh, well, I have some of that, but I also have, like, Anthony Capanetto's study, you know, like, printed out and saved uh, Spitfire Reptiles, which is gone. You can't find it anymore. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. He had a big, uh, a big, um, uh, what do you call it, on Mol- Moluccan pythons, uh, like how to breed them and, and, and his whole history with them. And now it's yeah. gone. But luckily, I have it printed out, you know, pictures and all. All but, right. So, so I'm going to
2: print out I'm going to print out Rogues This way you have it So I can I can archive it? Now. <laughs> yeah Yeah It's going to be oh. important one day So good yeah, be know, you, should, you
1: should have it Well yeah. You think about the lineage and stuff Like so say <laughs> Say Say 15 years from now Right? Me and you are both out yeah. Of this Dead And yeah. Uh, yeah. You know People are like Oh yeah Remember that? That was back in You know 2017 yeah. And uh, uh they, you know, <laughs> they're looking for like I don't know lineage or anything well, like that or what we've we
2: It'll be gone. Well, you can go. You go by this: is that you know people if, if, people who are constantly trying to build a family tree. If it leads back to Madam Blueberry, there is like one picture of her that is used for everybody's family tree because no one took the pictures off a of Williery site of her. And I think that site's down now. I think maybe one or two other people have, like, scoured the Internet and found, like, alternate pictures of her. And it's, like, for everybody that, like, it would be nice to have pictures of her. So, yeah. basically what I'm telling everybody to do is to copy all the pictures from everybody else's websites and keep them and hoard them just in case. You never know. Yeah,
1: I, I actually have Will Leary's website printed out as well. <sighs> but, you know, on that. Oh, um, my God. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. But on there, he didn't have pictures of Madame Blueberry, so it's kind of No, exactly, because I think at that point,
2: uh, God needs sent her away, but I don't know. Mm. Uh, There's a little bit of a weird thing about her. We won't get into it on there. Anyway.
1: Yeah, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess that's the one good thing about Facebook, that if you have a Facebook page for your business, at least it will be there even when you quit, unless you take it down, but you don't have to pay anything for it, so...
3: Be there yes,
1: forever. I said one good thing about Facebook, oh my god. <laughs>
2: that, With that. That's the one good thing for 2017, yay, moving on. Yeah. So, With that,
1: we'll, we'll get Ryan on here and get this going. get Ryan on here to end this craziness. Jabber, and yeah. he'll jump in now. Hey Ryan, <laughs> welcome back to uh, Morelli Python Radio, uh, glad to have you. What's up, man?
0: Hey man, yeah, I'm glad to be back. What was this uh, price list thing you guys are talking You have to call people
1: <laughs> and talk to them? <laughs> talk to
2: yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but, and, and it's not that much. You millennials don't Ryan. know
1: nothing about that stuff. Stop, <laughs> it. stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop
2: That's stop crazy. Stop it. We're not doing this. But, Ryan, you've gotten yeah. Cam's emailed list before, correct? I mean, you're dealing with scrubs. You have to watch Scrubs. those kinds of things.
3: Blood Or he was. Blood, <laughs> We're scrubs,
2: bloods. We're talking bloods what I'm saying, you know, but I mean, yeah, yeah whatever. I don't know why I said
0: scratch. <laughs> I mean, that's how, that's how it was back in the day. I mean, you, you know, even walking around a show, you know, the guys would have their price lists on the table and, you know, sometimes really? it'd be stuff yeah. that they didn't have there. And, uh, you, you look at, it, I mean, there's no pictures or anything. You know, I think Pete and Barchek were two of the first guys that started making these big color brochure type price lists. And, uh, you know, back like then brochure? that was like, like well, it looked like light, you know, it was like, like a, a you opened it up and it was like, you know, a fold-out kind of price list and it had color pictures in there and everything and, you know, that was like the new thing back then because a lot of times <laughs> the old price lists were just printed out, you know, like Crutchfields and um, what was it Dick Dick uh, Garrigan or whatever and those kind of guys they had a, you know, just the old style, right, just species back when it said d albert's pythons on there
2: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) yeah oh the old times
0: yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) that's what uh the pet shop near me they used to i I think i said this before they used to just make up names for pythons they call burmese pythons malamar pythons like what the hell is a malamar python i couldn't find it in any uh any book anywhere or any anything and You know, here later I found out it was because Burmese pythons weren't legal in the city of Philadelphia. Oh, I didn't do that, yeah. So the way they got around it was just to say, oh, these aren't Burmese. These are Malamar pythons. I was like, what? Okay, whatever. Yeah, but
2: how many names of pythons or different snakes, like, you know, obviously would have the whole locality thing where it's like, oh, it's from this place. But there are no – there are none of these pythons on that island, but there's an airport. It's like how many name shifts have some animals gone through because of shit like that?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I guess a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like You're when welcome. uh, you know, when they were considering putting boas on the, you know, the dreaded lacy act, you know, I was like, man, yeah. I'm about to have a bunch of red tailed rat snakes in here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: ripping labels off and just they're they're,
0: uh they're big red tail (laughs) ladder back rat snakes yeah
2: (laughs) all of them they're all just very large yeah
0: (laughs) that's
1: a good way to do it (laughs) whatever it works Uh, but uh so we're going to be talking about blood i mean you you seem to have over the past i guess it's been since you've been on it seemed like right after you came on here and then all of a sudden you just like we're bit with the yeah,
0: blood, yeah, man. It, it 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 was a, <laughs> it. I mean, once the flips, swi- you know, the switch flip, it was over after Done. that. You know, and and when we were Jeez. talking, you know, I happened to talk a lot about pythons anyway. When we were trying to talk about colubrids, and uh, <laughs> you know, and I mentioned you know Matt Minnetola's stuff, <laughs> you know, and I just, I mean, because I kept a few bloods and Borneo's, you know, way back in the day before I went to the military, so I I had them before, right. Because my my first loves were you know berms. And boas, and then I like bloods and ball pythons, all that stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, once, you know, what the situation with berms really kind of just pushed me more towards the bloods anyway. Right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, besides the the Laciac thing with Burmese, you know, when you start looking at them and depending on your room, you know, you, when you start building, a, like if you build up a collection of Burmese, you know, after a while, you're not going to have any. Room left, and you're not even going to have that many animals, you know, if you're keeping them in you know right sized cages. And then you yeah. know you start breeding some of these new morphs, like they got you know like the caramel and other stuff that's recessives. You're going to have holdbacks. I mean, it's not like you can hold back, you know, more than you know what <laughs> one or two Burmese a year. I mean, you right. run out of room, and and uh, that's the main thing, and that's why I like I've always liked Bloods and Borneos and that stuff is because they 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 itch that you know, that, that scratch, you know, I mean, yes, I got, without having to dedicate. Half yeah. I to, mean, I, I get a, so. you know, a four to six <clears throat> foot snake, you know, and they, and they got, they're robust animals and, you know, nowadays compared to like, you know, the nineties, you know, the Borneos, they got all these crazy looks now. And then you got, you know, red blood, just, a, you know, all, besides all the cool morphs in these, you know, just a, a really, really nice line bred, red blood, is just mm-hmm. I mean that that's just the most amazing thing, man.
1: Yeah. You're looking at like some of the like the martyr, uh you know, yeah. just the martyr line, but oh my god, man. It's just wow. I'm telling you, yeah, Matt I mean, has this one that's uh he calls it the Hamburg Special. I think that, that's what he calls <laughs> it. Dude, this thing is off the chain. Oh my god, this thing is, is amazing. Oh. Wasn't that one he, he found at Hamburg, like on a yeah. table or something like that? He found yeah. it on a table,
2: and he's yeah, you know, I remember that one. Oh my
0: god! And I'm, god, I'm telling you, man, like sharp. you 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 will see gems like that. It shows every now and then. You know Hamburg's yeah. a lot bigger than you know when I lived up there. Now, but uh, you know, you go to some of these shows, especially in the south, you know, where you know it's a lot of you know still ball pythons, but I mean, you know, you see retics and blah um, and boas, stuff like that. But, you know, every now and then, man, you'll walk around and somebody will have like, you know, that's how I got those those adult Borneos I was showing you, Eric, when I first got them. You know, I went to this this Repticon in Memphis. You know, I usually don't – I go to that show like once a year maybe just to really see friends that live in that area. And uh, right. I was walking around, this dude had like all these adult Borneos and bloods, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, because you just don't see that. And, I mean, and they were yeah. nice animals. And then when I started researching the background of these animals on my own. Cause like he couldn't really tell me much. Cause I, I mean, he was a flipper, but you right. know, he had gotten them from, you know, somebody who got them from somebody, but you know, like my big ultra bright female, you know, she was produced by Tim Mead and you know, Tim, that was one of the animals he sold when Tim got out. And then right. both my lattes were also like all three of these animals were Tim Mead's original. And my big latte male, Brady produced him. And that's, directly from Keith and Tim got that animal and then he was in Tim's collection for quite a while. Right. So, but I found all that on my own, you know, I just started going online and, you know, you can still access the old uh, blood pythons form uh, and you can find a lot of the old stuff. Yeah. You can, you, you just type in stuff. Like, I mean, I was just typing in like Tim Mead Borneos, or whatever and, you know, it'll pop up different things and you can go on the old blood pythons form. That I think Kara and Ryan started, and uh, you know I was seeing all this, and I found like the mom on my ultra bright, and then I found you know like you know pick old pictures of the latte that the latte male I have, and then I found out more info on my latte female, because like when I get into stuff I like I don't really screw around. It's like I want to know everything possible,
1: right? You know I want to try to yeah. find the
0: lineage of my animals. I want to know who made them. You know grandparents if possible. You know because it's kind of like with a. You know, a lot of the gut blood guys say, have said on your shows when they've come on before, like Kara, you know, when she was talking about, you know, she wants to know, and most of us do, you know, how far back does the red go when you're line breeding red? And the same thing with all three of them, but, you know, like how far back does it go? Like, I mean, like a generation ago, was there, you know, a muddy orange one in there or, you know, just stuff like that. So I, it's really right. important to me right and it's right. the same thing like when i had coastals you know my buddy impen yeah, you know, his coastals are the best and right when i had coastals right. most of my coastals were impen because they're phenomenal and that's the ones i wanted true and you look at a day i don't think there's a better coastal out there than impen no yeah
1: they're hard to beat for sure
0: <laughs> no doubt yeah um but, I mean, the, you know, with the Red Bull, uh, with the red Bloods, you know, the TBC stuff, you know, Karen Ryan's animals, you know, the blood cell. Bears, Kevin Martyr's, the Martyr line, and then Al Brown's Red Bull line. Like, when you're looking for Reds, you know, and you see those. And when you see them pop up, they don't last long. I mean, no. they're usually yeah. gone really quick. And that, that's just because, I mean, they, those are all proven lines and all of those people have put a lot of work into those animals. You know, it's kind of like Rendell's jungles, you know, headhunters, you know, they put, he's put a ton of work into those and you know, that they're going to be nice.
1: Yeah. You know, something can be said for, for people that really, you know, focus, um, and really like drive that home, that selective breeding. And, you know,
3: um,
1: you know, it was fun talking with uh like Keith about that at uh at Tinley and just how you know he would he selectively bred for you know these animals, and they were just amazing um even Matt does that I mean, I don't know it seems like I don't know do you think that uh, the short tails seem to have more of those what I dare say
0: dinker <laughs> type things oh, that you can oh, mess with oh there's tons of that and yeah. they, you know especially if you have an eye for things. That doesn't mean, I mean, Bloods bloods and short tails, and I think all those guys would agree that, you know, they're very variable anyway, but if you, like, really look, you know, I think you can see a lot of things that, especially if, like, if you've kept, you know, I hate using the ball python thing. I know most people do, but if you, you know, like, you'll look at some of these ball pythons, and you're like, dude, that does not look like anything. Mm. And then you'll see a blood python that actually looks like it might be something. So it, it has something to it. And I'm telling you, I think that's where, like, Nick Patini has said, you know, like, the Matrix gene is really going to be a big thing going forward because, you know, the Matrix is you know basically like yellow bellies. And uh, I think, you know, people if people start breeding those aberrant pattern animals and stuff like that, you know, breed them to Matrix and some of the other stuff like Batik's I think you really get some cool stuff.
1: Oh, okay. So you're saying it's more like if you throw the matrix in with some of these oddball stuff it might unlock certain things, is that what you mean? I mean,
0: I, I, I see that there's potential for it.
1: Right. I mean, right. like I have, you know, well, like I
0: haven't bred um, you know, red bloods or the morphs or anything yet. I mean, most of my collection is really really just nice reds and, you know, a more Going to go for really nice lime red, reds, but there's some more things that I'll be doing, and uh, mainly, you know, uh, I like batiks a lot because I like granite berms, right? And then, uh, you know, so basically, it's a granite berm, but it's red. I mean, you can't beat that. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, and then the Matrix. I really like the Matrix is like, you see, you know, like I'm, I'm getting, uh, I don't have her yet, but I'm getting probably the best Matrix female I've ever seen in my life as far as color from Nick. You know, he was he was advertising this super super red Matrix female that the uh, BPI produced. Right. and then She was just sitting there, and I couldn't believe nobody had snatched. I thought that snake would be gone like instantly, because not only is it a, like a smoking hot red blood, but it's also a Matrix. I was like, wow, I can't believe nobody's got that snake. You know, I messaged Nick about. it. I was like, hey man, is that Matrix still available? And he's like, yeah. I was like, all right, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: uh, but because, I've, like, I've you know, because like if you've been there where you're like. It's yeah, like yeah. you message and you're half expecting it to be totally gone. And he's like, oh, yeah. They're like, well, then forget all these people for waiting. It's mine now. So,
0: Well, and, and especially since it was Nick, because, like, you know, Nick Bettini is an amazing guy, man. I, I really, really right. like that guy. You know, his patience, he's, his knowledge, you know, really friendly guy. And, like, and besides that, he takes really nice pictures of his animals. He takes great care of his animals. And they're just top-notch. So, when Nick yeah. advertises nice stuff, it's usually gone quick. You know, same thing with Kara and Matt and everybody. You know, it's like when you have a good name and you're a good person and your animals are really nice. And when those two things line up, you know, usually your stuff's gone. So, when I messaged him about that Matrix, I just figured, you know, she's, you know, long gone. And he's like, nah, man. It's like, oh, man, well, I want that name. Gone.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, because, like, what I plan to do with the Matrix gene, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's a few people out there that have something that they are they call, like, Mega Matrix or Megatrix. You know, I think uh, Chris Kopecky has one, Elijah Armas, Jesper one, uh, Dylan Haney. I, there, I've seen a few people with this Mega Matrix thing, and they look unreal. And then, you know, I know Matt has a, that Smoke Matrix uh, yes. animal that he got from um, – Uh, Chris Kopecki, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: like if you look at that and then you look at the matrix I'm getting was just, it basically looks like a really sweet, just normal red. Um, And then some of these other matrices that, that gene alone is so variable. And it's just, I just think if you find like a really, some of these really nice aberrant bloods that you see coming in or when you see them available, I think when, when guys start crossing them with matrix, I think there's a lot of chance that they're going to start popping out like, whoa, what is that? Yeah. You know, because yeah. like a like a specter ball python looks like nothing. Like, I right. mean, I've looked at those. I've seen mil- I mean, anybody that's been around shows or anybody that has buddies that's ball pythons, Have you seen specters, like, they look like nothing. And, or, and the gravel, you know, another yellow belly thing. And they've bred it to yellow belly and they started making highways and Umas. super strikes and all these crazy-looking yeah. ball pythons. Yeah, and then it's like – how in the hell did that happen? Right. So, I, I don't. So and I, yeah. I don't think they
1: pictured that was going to pop out, but
0: I'm no. with you, man. No, that, no, there's no way if they said that they're lying. Yeah. They're, they're, like that highway ball, they're they're lying their ass off if they say that they thought that this ball python that basically had like pied marker things on it bred to a yellow belly is going to make this like crazy almost – and the super looks like an Angolan python. I mean, yeah. I, I can't even wrap my head around that. I was like, when I saw a picture of that, I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's, you know, the other thing though, is like me and Rob talk about this all the time. is like, nobody has, well, I shouldn't say nobody, but I see a lack of it is like, of just foresight, like looking to the future of what possibilities could be. Like, you know, I think I was talking about it a couple of weeks ago. There was a rough scale and I was telling Owen about this, but in the neck, yeah. It had, like, striping, you know? Yeah, I heard um, that.
2: Yeah, I was listening and to that it was show. Like,
1: Yeah, and it's like, okay, so it sort of has striping. You know, if you take this out, why would these be any different of I, any other?
0: And you know what, Eric? I'll, I'll tell you something right now, because I'll tell you, if somebody does something with that, I'm not stamping a guarantee on that. But I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember my past show with those striped eastern kingsnakes. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. well, Ted bred in a disto male that, you know, he didn't look like anything special. I mean, he had a, his, his chain links were kind of aberrant, but not really. Just a little bit. And he right. bred it to an Orangeburg, South Carolina female. I mean, they're only 50 miles fifty miles apart, but, you know, she didn't look like anything. And he right. bred them together, and he got animals with striping in it. And then the animals I ended up getting from him, you know, at, I think they were F2 or F3s, you know, two of my females were like 50% almost 70% striped and right. like you, you see that with bloods. I mean, like I have a, a, a stri- that striped willy male that I know you really like Eric that came from uh, Alexa <laughs> Uh huh. and yeah. And see that snake has a stripe almost all the way down it. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I mean, I, I, you can really work with stripe. I mean like anybody that's seen DPI's table at Arlington and the right. stripes that Tracy brings like that, Sun glow super stripe female, whatever that she brought. That I know Matt Turner's really working hard on that project. That thing, as an adult, is insane. Like, I can't really? describe how red it was I mean, really. That, that snake was so red that it was just amazing. And then the stripe was this really thick cream colored stripe. And I, I was like, wow, that's that's nuts. And she has several <laughs> different lines of these bloods that are. They just have big, thick stripes all the way down them, and their sides are patternless. Wow. So, Wasn't there yeah, one,
1: two? Oh. Go ahead, Owen.
2: Sorry. I mean, obviously, stripes come – what we're saying is that stripes kind of can be worked quickly into a project because that's kind of what I've been thinking is that stripe always seems to be like one of the first morphs that appears in a species of snake where it's like that's the one where you can kind of easily make it, and it kind of – it's, it doesn't take that many generations to get a really nicely striped animal. I mean
0: No, I mean just... I, I think I mean you look at uh look at what's been done with tigers. <laughs> right. I mean in you know, you, you can breed a tiger like Eric it was you, you bred that uh that super banded albino male of yours to that uh that tiger female and I, hate, and I think and she I hate wasn't him even that. that striped. <laughs> yeah. yeah and you got yeah, striped in sure. there, like really nice ones. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All no stripes. one likes him for that. No <laughs> one likes him for that because everybody pegged it that it would not work out that way, and then it did. And we're all like, well, apparently we have no idea what's going on at all <laughs> with anything. Well, so
1: no, you know what it is is that, you know, Ryan's on to the right thing. He's looking at the lineage of the animal. You look into the right. past of that animal, and then you're like, okay, well, this animal might not be striped, but it does have striping got- in its past. So Exactly. Uh, put it with a Tiger and uh, probably going to unlock uh, something Some here. Some
3: stripes, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, man, there, there's like, like, Eric, I know that I'm pretty sure and I know, I mean, not. I'm sure you've seen it too, Owen, but like, okay, take Burmese, for example. Okay, yes. a lot of times the Het Greens, their patterns are different. Like, their back saddles, like, kind of yes. line up almost in a perfect line. Uh-huh. And then the same thing uh-huh. with het granite berms, their patterns are usually all crazy. I mean, obviously not like the, you know, the visual granite, but like the het granites will have like real, you know, crazy patterns usually. And then the het green, you know, patternless berms, you know, the the, the dorsal, it's like those things go all the way down almost in a perfect line. And, you know, I know back in the day, I mean, you know, people were just breeding them heads, You know, this is a het green, this is a het whatever. But I mean, like you look at certain, I'm not saying it's a separate thing. I was saying, right. like, when you really look at stuff, I mean, like, a lot of animals that, you know, don't have, you know, nearly as many morphs as ball pythons, I just think because that community is so huge and everybody's looking right. so intently on everything, I think if people really, if they want to do morphs, like, really pay attention to stuff, you can see it. Yeah.
1: I agree. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, I think I think it it happens – it can happen with all types of pythons. You just have to sort of have – a little bit of foresight, <laughs> you know, and Burn not it, just it, breed two animals together type of deal, you know? Oh God. Yeah. I I hate that. We
0: can talk about that later. <laughs> like I hate people just breed <laughs> like have a female. Let me tell us with the male. I hate that. <laughs> um, but like, you, if you notice, I know, I think Nick's alluded to it before and I think you, I'm sh- pretty sure you guys talk about it as well, but you know, if you look at the the snakes we have, like the different pythons where there's, you know, a, a handful of morphs. You know, like worms, right, right. um, bloods, carpets, and then you know we can show royals in there too. But like, if you look at it, you see the same kind of morph in a different species. I mean, it's close. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, like, yeah. like batiks look like granites, and also the zebras kind of fall in that too. Uh huh. And then there, I've seen some kind of weird ball python morph. I don't think the guy figured it out yet, but there, there's like some kind of granity batik looking ball python that a guy popped out right but right. you know i think his that i think yeah. that guy hasn't really proved much because you know he bred like a four gene to a four gene or whatever and then he popped out this thing <laughs>
1: Good. so he doesn't really know what it is <laughs> right i remember <laughs> so, that i, I mean, remember seeing that on bush league yeah
0: i remember that yeah i mean because like you saw that thing you're like whoa what the hell is that but it looked like yeah. a petite or granite <laughs> berm kind of so, and I mean, and you look at the super batiks, they're patternless, super zebras are patternless. Um, you know, th- there's a lot of similarities out there looking yeah. at this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, there's,
2: there's tons. I mean, that's just with batiks and zebras. I mean, it, it, you wanted to go, like, there's jags and spiders, and is the, it, was there something with short tails that read it together, it dies? I don't remember. So
0: Nah, not, um, I don't think so. Nah, not. Right. I really think the only. Well, yeah, I think the only issue, as far as I know, I mean, there's you know tons of people doing a lot longer than me, but I think the only issue so far with any morph, blood or short tails is you know the super batiks. I think most of the ones they produce so far kind of have a kink tail, you know, like the super (laughs) zebras. Right. Right. So, and that's, you know, so that. that even shows even more that it's more than likely the same thing, just in a different Python. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and and you know, like there's a, you know, like Eric's dream was to make, you know, like the pixel carpet kind of,
2: right. The tiger and the zebra or the, the I think,
0: you know, because, because golden eye being an incomplete dominant bred to a boutique that's an incomplete dominant, you know, Uh so making the pixel, you know, it's kind of right there, you know, you put those two together and, you know, the way it works. I think part of it, I mean, don't quote me on this, but I think since Tiger's, <laughs> for lack of a better word, is you know, it's a polygenic, um I don't know if everybody agrees on that. Um, yep, but polygenic, more. Yeah. But I think yeah. that if you breed that more, that line in there, just like how Tiger's, you know, the more you breed them, you get these crazy, you know, just striped, completely striped carpets. Right. I don't know if you'll make a pixel-looking carpet, but I think – you can make some really badass looking ones if you ever continue doing that project. It's probably oh, yeah. a ton of stuff, but I mean, I, I think you can get close ish. Yeah. Cause if you look yeah. at a
1: zebra jag right now, right. It kind of reduces that to, it's like almost yeah. pinstripey type of look. If you, I think if you, you know, if you take a jag and you take a, a tiger, it kind of reduces that pattern. You just kind of have to know, I think, or at least have an idea of, of, like, what you think the gene actually does. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and, you know, the hard thing is, like, I, when I talk to Matt about short tails and, like, you know, he's telling me about Borneo genetics, I'm just like, my head just is like, what?
0: <laughs> I can't wrap my brain around it because what?
1: they don't work like everything else,
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know? No, I mean, and, and, you know, like, one of my <laughs> Borneos coming in from my buddy Frank, Frank Gude. Uh-huh. You know, uh, Frank, you know, he doesn't have a, a big collection, but, you know, pretty much anybody in the blood pipe the community knows Frank, who's,
1: you know, oh, yeah, everybody I've guy.
0: ever talked to in this community yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they're great. Yeah. Like, you don't see people fighting or bitching or, you know, people. And I firmly believe that, like, if you, like, if, if you're into Bloods and Short tails, like, you're really into them. And that's yeah. one thing that draws me to them besides the snakes itself. Like, all everybody that I've talked to, are super freaking passionate about this complex. And that's what I like, you know, because me growing up, you know, through the, you know, the late eighties and nineties, you know, people kept snakes because they were awesome, you know, that they were cool. You know, like you kept yeah. ring pythons yeah. because they were cool, you know, or Brazilian rainbows or whatever you kept, they kept because they're awesome. And blood people, you know, I haven't really seen any of that like wow that guy's a dick or you know i don't want to deal with them like all of them across the board they're all awesome people and yeah. you know they're forthcoming with information you know like if you ask them like hey man you know and it's just it's a breath it's a breath of fresh air i'll tell you that yeah
1: absolutely i mean the first time that you know i was thinking about getting back into short tales and just talking with matt even before I knew him like I know him now, it was just like, that. you know, man, this guy really is is, is is an awesome dude. He's just sharing information. I dealt with Nick. He was an awesome guy. I dealt with Kara. She was cool. You know, I mean, you're right. It's just uh, you know, Lon, he's another guy, you know. Yeah. I didn't buy a snake from Keith, but you know, even just talking with him, it was just you know, it was awesome.
0: He's yeah, it's it, yeah, it was, it was too bad because like he, I, um, you know, I don't really know Keith. I just know him because you know, all he's done. But, uh, you know, his animals, at least for the most part, you know, a lot of his animals went to really dedicated people. You yep. know, like Matt, Matt has the ghost. And then, you know, Frank has some, uh, McPete stuff and then Mark Kirkpatrick, you know, and a lot of these people have Keith's lines and they're still working with it. You know, like Mark Kirkpatrick make the, made those, uh, you know, those Burmese looking Borneos that came out of the ghost stuff. Oh, my God. You know, they, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, yeah,
3: those, yeah, those yeah, things yeah. are
0: awesome, man. If, I mean, if I wasn't so strung out on red bloods, I mean, I would have bought all of those if I had the money. I was just looking at them. I was like, wow. I mean, because they look like freaking Burbies pythons with gold heads. I was like, now yeah. that's sick. Uh-huh. But the uh, – like, I, I didn't post any pictures of these animals. I Because I have quite a few coming in uh, later this month. You know, it was right. kind of my uh, my ending splurge for, you know, quite a while. On snakes, but I have some really <laughs> awesome ones coming in, and the ones coming in from Frank—that's where I was going with the Borneos—is uh, he has a 2015 animal I bought. He uh-huh. bred a blue ghost to a blonde super stripe that came from Matt. I think both of them came from Matt, but he bred—you know—Frank uh, has amazing ghost stuff, right? And yeah, he bred this yeah. ghost to this blonde super stripe, and this snake looks like it's both. Like it—it uh, it looks like it wants to be both. You know, because it, it's not a ghost, and it's not a stripe, technically, but it looks ghost-ish. Okay. You know, it has, okay. a, like, it has some blue in it, it has some gold in it, you know, has a yellow head, and then it's got, you know, a big stripe on the end of the tail, maybe 30%, and, like, I saw that animal. I was like, wow, that's freaking sweet, and I, and I want that one, okay. and he bred two super stripes together this year, and I think it was that blonde super stripe again to... uh a, a super stripe from Matt and like that clutch I know you've seen them Eric the pictures that Frank posted that super stripe clutch I mean oh, that yeah. entire clutch is insane and the super stripe that I'm getting well it's like a weird genetic stripe I wouldn't call it a super stripe this thing's nuts looking <laughs> I'll have to uh, show you a picture after I get it in but this animal's nuts like the the, 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 the the neck area down to like half the dorsal look different from the whole back end Wow! That's I mean, I can't cool. even explain it. And what I did is, I got and I got a normal looking uh, animal from that clutch, female. But she's like a normal looking Borneo. She's probably a genetic stripe, is what Matt would probably call her. But uh, right. you know, almost forty percent tail stripe. But she has normal colors because I really like the normal Borneos. Um, because I have these latte animals, and uh-huh. the latte is all all but gone. Like you don't see really people having latte. I know Nick Petini has some, and I don't really know who else. I mean, I have a pair, but, you know, Latte's kind of looks similar to ghosts, but, you know, Keith, and even, uh, you know, Matt said it too, is, you know, like when Keith Brady was doing his animals, like he didn't, like, you know, Keith, when he was doing his ghosts, like he was making all these different looks, right? Like, really cool stuff. Like, okay, he was doing this and doing this and doing this, you know, Keith's like, and you look at his old pictures, You know, a lot of them look kind of the same. They're awesome snakes, but they all kind of look the same. What I want to do is I'd like to get, you know, a really nice marble from Matt, breed the latte into that. You know, I'm going to breed my lattes together so I make more, and then I'm going to breed it to those really cool striped animals I got coming in from Frank. So start try to start putting different looks into the latte, and I purposely try to get animals that didn't knowingly you know, aren't from, don't have ultra bright or ghost in the background. Gotcha. If
1: right. If that
0: makes sense. Because, you know, all, yeah, all those morphs yeah. kind of are the yeah. same thing, just different looks that different breeders work with.
1: Now, you know, so this, yeah. you might know this history. Is this, when, when, when they have all these different, like they branch out and it's sort of in the same complex, does it have to do with the fact that they bred it to a different type of animal? Like for instance, if you bred, I don't know, I'm trying to think. Of, uh, what would be in the same thing? Like if, 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 um, damn it. I I was going to try to use a ball Python reference, but I can't think of one. You know, like if you had, uh, maybe fire and vanilla type of deal, I don't know if that would fall into it, but it's like sort of the same thing. But, you know, it's because this was bred to this and this was bred to that. Uh, Maybe, maybe toffee and tough, uh, See, whatever albino.
0: they call it. Yeah. Well, well yeah, you got, you got and coffee candy. and candy. And then you bring right. albino and it albino and it mixes. Yeah. I I think with these, I mean, from what I've read and just tried to get as much information as I can about this morph, is, and just from seeing people breed them together, I think like Matt Jablonski, I think he was the first guy to cross the latte with Ultra Bright. Mm hmm. And that's when you'll see the okay. new, like ultra platinums yeah. pop up, and they right. look. You'll see so, so like you breed a latte to an ultra, you know. Put on scene, you get ultra platinums in there. I'm not saying the whole clutch because I haven't bred them, but you, you get this. You get this Borneo that looks like an ultra, but it's got a lot more grays in it. I mean, now, you'll see a lot of grays in ultras too. It really just depends on the breeder what they're doing, but you know, so that so they mix and. I don't know. It's kind of hard to, you know, Borneos is really hard to explain. I really just think <laughs> <laughs> I, they are. I mean, they're just they're they're all. I mean, you know, the lattes and the in the ghost are really like the blue, the blue looking ones, and then, I mean, I the ultra bright seem to be the ones that have more creams and yellows in there. Uh, I don't know. I just know it's gonna be fun.
1: Yeah, you know what's well, yeah. what's great. Oh,
2: go ahead, Owen. I mean, it's a brand new project, and obviously you put some thought into it to the point where you're like, I want this color, so I'm going to start with these colors so that my color will shine through faster. It's kind of like with jungle carpets where it's like I'm going to breed to either get the yellow or the clean black. It's like you got to kind of pick where you're going, and obviously when you're further down the road with the bright yellow, you don't throw in like a mud brown animal because now you're taking a couple steps backwards. So. Yeah, but um, I'm glad we shifted back to like uh, some sort of Borneo short tail morph talking because when we ventured into the ball python, I, I got totally lost
0: with no, cold, I know. Yeah, no, I, was trying, I was trying it not was, to throw was, that out there.
2: It was terrible. I couldn't do it at all. I'm like, oh, and, what the fuck are we talking about?
1: So, yeah.
0: It's, <laughs> uh, yeah. Someone candy shoved a toffee. drill <laughs> in my temple.
1: Owen's getting hungry. <laughs> talking about food, candy, coffee. I'm toffee, like, candy? Like, Coming sweet. over.
2: <laughs> Like, oh, man. My way. Making Sundays. Uh, yeah, but, uh, it, it,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I got, you know, because, like, if you breed, like, a latte to a ghost, I mean, yeah. you're going to get. I mean, because they all kind of look the same because it's really the same thing, you know, but then it's a latte ghost or it's, you know, from a ghost latte breeding. Right. You know, so, so that's why I try to get animals not knowing. You know, like, as far as I know, they don't have ultra bright or anything in their background. Right. I got them because they're striped animals, which I like stripes, and I would like to add a new dimension, different look to the latte. You know, because if you look at, you know, like you look at Ghost in particular, you know, like stuff Matt's doing, Frank's doing, a lot of other people are doing with Ghost, you know, there's so many different looks. You know, right, Keith was really you know putting all this time and effort into making all these different looks in his ghost, and then these other breeders have done the same thing. Well, you know lattes, you know that they're, they're white ghosts, they're blue. You know, mine have gold heads, and I'm like, okay, well, I already got a pair of them. Why don't I start mixing in different looks because you don't really see that, right? So gotcha. why not? So
2: are we thinking that the babies from this latte ghost mix are going to look more like lattes, more like ghosts, or some sort of mix in between?
0: I mean, from what I've seen of them, I mean, because they're basically both, uh, I mean, they're both bluish gray horneos. So, like, I mean, if you breed a ghost to a latte, I mean, it's, I mean, you're going to get crazy looking ones in there. Okay. Okay. But I mean, you're not going to be able to say that's a latte or that's a ghost because you bred a okay. technically you bred a latte to a ghost. So I mean, everybody's a my, latte ghost, regardless of what's yeah, going on Yeah, I mean, there. like if I if I went to a show and marked these, you know, my lattes as ghosts, I yeah. mean, most people, especially people that don't know, they're like, oh, cool. You know, I've seen a ghost <laughs> Borneo somewhere. You know, and they would right. they wouldn't know. I mean, hell, I wouldn't really know if I was just walking by. You know, I right. just saw that these were lattes, and then when I got them, and then when I started looking back and I found pictures and posts and everything else, I was like, okay, yeah, these definitely are lattes. Okay. So I mean, because you see it all the time It shows. Like, I mean, Matt said it plenty of times that uh, during your, uh, your your podcast with him, you know, like names will change. I mean, you can go on Kingsnake. Somebody's calling stuff Borneo Bloods. What?
3: <laughs> well, and, and he's well, like, I mean, and
0: Borneos only get four foot long, and like, what he was say? I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, because they can get bigger than that. I mean, my ultra bright females, you know, five foot. I mean, it's not much bigger, but you know, he he's calling them Borneo bloods, and what the hell is he? <laughs> you know, a lot of people would be like a Malaysian cherry bomb. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, no,
2: This is this. Now, barely anybody has the, Malaysians anymore. This is why Matt doesn't let me watch his table anymore, because we're like back-to-back in <laughs> yeah. Hamburg, and he'll go away, and I just start spewing misinformation to people that come to his table, and it's just like, I'm probably ruining his reputation as he goes, <laughs> so, you know,
0: he'll yeah, let me, Matt he brings, like, he hey, brings what? Kim, yeah, so. Yeah. Matt, let me get a, a Malaysian ocelot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, what the oh, hell that. That, what the no, hell is no. telling you no, no. Do that. Do no that you,
0: know you know, know what really though that's one of the best things having. about it and i I love that about the blood community is like you know there's there's no crossing, yeah, you know oh, at least no. by most no, people no. I mean you get a few random people in there that'll do it, but that's one of my favorite things is like they don't cross stuff you know and i and i I love that you know i mean i think I think carpets kind of get a pass to a degree, but you know, that, that kinda of sucked even with that because I found myself yeah. I've always not I've always been against hybrids and integrates and all that. I mean, I don't care what anybody you breathe, whatever you want, I don't give a shit. But Right, right. You know <laughs> I just you know, I when I first was getting back into carbs when I got out of the military, I was like, Oh man, look at these mm. things. You know, the jungle jags and the gammas and all right. that other stuff. It's like, Whoa, these are insane. But then I started looking, I was like, Ah oh, man, that's like a jungle diamond I J <laughs> and right. I'm like oh uh, god and, <laughs> you know
1: they're still awesome screams, animals yeah. but I'm just uh. yeah it's funny it's weird that like carpets for me seem to be the only ones that get that pass <laughs> you know what I mean, You it's just like oh well this is what it is and it's kind of like well they well, mix yeah. the diamonds and jungles together early on so it's like
0: oh yeah
1: alright well. it's totally fine <laughs> Well, Uh, they used to be the same species, uh, so
2: all sort of. Is Morelia kind of the only, like, one that really has that many, like, intergrade or sister species along with it that all are from the general same kind of area? I mean, Uh, obviously. You see it a lot in
0: boas now. Yeah. Like, a lot of people cross up boas. Like, when I see a Sunset Hog Island up boas, I'm like, damn it.
2: No, That's not a Hog Island no! boa. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like that is not
2: Hog Island.
0: I was like, somebody bred a salmon hypo, which the original were uh, at least the orange tail or salmon, whatever. It was a Panamanian boa. It wasn't Colombia. Okay. It's still BCI, but you know, and then the leopard boas, you know, they're Sonoran boas, but they're BCI, and I think a lot of that gets a pass, kind of like carpets do. But I mean, you're still crossing stuff. Still I mean, they the BCI's, cross. but I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, like you breed a you know, like leopard boa, show like a lot of times the hets look insane, like
1: right, they're just right. crazy
0: looking. And you know, you breed a a leopard boa to an albino, you know, you're gonna get this crazy looking het. Not all of them, but I mean, you know, a lot of leopard boas have a certain look to a het. Leopards look, you know, odd. And leopard right. boas are different. I mean, you know, they're they're smaller. You know, they're like five, four or five, six foot maybe, and then you know, Colombians seven or eight foot, some nine foot monsters, but you know, they're still different. Right. Just like breeding the BCC boas, you know, the true red tails are completely different, just like the, in the amarillo boas, you know, the Bolivians and the Brazilians. And, you know, you start crossing, they're different. Right. They're, they're different. And, like, you know, if you listen to Ben Russo's shows on, you know, Herp Nation Radio, you know, he brings on scientists talking about the different, you know, that have done DNA on them. Sure. And, like, red tails and BCI boas, I mean, they're completely different. So when you're crossing like a Suriname to a Colombian, I mean, you're really making it theoretically a hybrid.
1: Yeah. It's, it's kind of it, like one of those things where it's like, well, where does, uh, where do you, uh, you know, draw the line where a, a species is a, you know, becomes, a, is becomes another species. And you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's so weird in taxonomy because it, it, there's no like set, you know you know like we're this close to chimpanzees and like you know you see all these different species of snakes where they clearly i mean so inlands and coastals have what what is it like uh i think there's a four percent uh yeah you know
0: that's a a, a really big difference (laughs) yeah
1: yeah so i think the cutoff the cutoff was like uh you know just below it and you know otherwise they they would have lumped them you know, together. But, you know, and then you look at us and chimps, you know, and what, what are we, what is it? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know the number. 2%? is not, had, not that Yeah,
2: No, it's, it's like 1%. Yeah. It's
1: not high at all. And it's like, well, yeah. wait a minute. If you apply this, <laughs> like, wait a minute. It's not but making no, it's sense. It's different here. Yeah. 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 So there's always that debate. Get, you know?
0: Just don't let anybody, like, if you see them do it, like just, you know, throw Throw a pillowcase over their head and take them out back and just beat them. Or love like it. I love it. Like, if idea. people start
2: crossing great idea.
0: stuff here, I mean, God, please don't. It's going to start. Like inland, Inlands have... are the, just the, the coolest carpets, man. Don't let dudes cross those up, please.
2: Well, it, it probably won't <sighs> yeah. happen with inlands. And there's one reason because it won't happen with inlands is because the morphs for inlands have not arrived. So there's not a real big reason to see what a silver peppered albino is going to look like.
3: Yeah, that, that, that being that'll be Australia
2: Al- Australia's doing that now.
1: But somebody is going to you know, make an inland jag in the United States if it's not already done. Somebody's going to do it because they think they're going to make a blue jag. Guaranteed. But you it's know.
2: not going to happen.
1: Just like how <laughs> <frettles> <laughs> no. Jags are, bright red. Yeah. No, I mean, it, do you, it, I, I would also, often happen. ask Matt, like, you know, does he get tempted because – you have all these different, you know, it seems like the morphs are like really in the red, you know. Or yeah. maybe it's just my perception, but the the red blood seem to have the majority of the it's easy morphs to it. breed, you know what I mean? Like incomplete, dominant, and recessive type of deal,
0: you know. Yeah, you know what, and I, I, I can't speak for everybody, but I will say like, you know, the hardcore Borneo guys, you know, like how – how Matt is and how Matt Jablonski is and, you know, Chris Kopecki and Frank, you know, those guys, you know, I mean, it's like when you have Borneos, Borneos are so awesome on their own and they have so many different looks. I mean, like how a clutch will look completely different across the board. Like, I mean, you really don't... I wouldn't see the point. Like, why would you make the batik in that? Because then you're going to make something that looks... Yeah, it might have some... I don't know. I couldn't see it. I think... You know uh, the the breeders. They're just each complex is so awesome in their own right. I just don't really think it gets thought of that much. Yeah, what's the point? To yeah, be honest, yeah, you
2: know. that's yeah,
0: nobody would say I, it out get, loud. I'll tell you that.
2: I get yelled at when I'm at Matt's place, so I'm like, you should cross this with the teen eggs, and then he
1: just starts yelling oh. at me. So
2: it's <laughs> like <laughs> I can't well, do that. I'm like, why? And he's like, no. It's, yeah, we're driving I to
1: Tinley. We're driving to Tinley and it comes out. He stops the car, and tells us to get out and walk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, that, yeah. Like, get out. Get um, out. <laughs> there, are
2: certain, there are certain times I'm not allowed to talk. So,
1: you
0: know. Yeah, a, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't tie you to the roof. And he's like, you got to ride away the whole way now. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> cool. So, so uh, well, let's start with this. You sort of dropped your collection down a bit, you know? Tell us a little bit about that. Is that just to make room for more bloods or are you sort of like,
0: you know, no, um, trying
1: to enjoy the snakes? What, well,
0: what, what, what kind of happened is, is, you know, I mean, ever, ever since I was, you know, a little kid, you know, and I was just, and, you know, meeting Pete at a really young age, you know, seeing that, was like, oh man, this guy breeds snakes for a living. That's the coolest thing ever. You know, and then my, you know, my buddy Ted, you know, Ted does it for a living. So two, you know, mentors I had early on, especially Ted, you know, seeing them do it for a living. You know, I was like, "Wow, that's you know that that's always what I thought about doing." Right. But you mm-hmm. know, my 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 job. You know, I work a ton of hours, and you know, it just was getting into where it was just like snakes at work, and unfortunately, it just got to where I was spending so much time working on with all the snakes. Like I didn't get to pay a ton of attention to every individual animal. Right. And it was just so much. And, you know, I had just so many snakes, and then when the baby started hatching, I mean, and, you know, then you're constantly getting PMs, and you guys know how Facebook works. You know, people will message you, and if you don't answer them back right away, they get all, you know, some people, if they're ridiculous, you yeah. know, they get all pissy yeah. with you and shit. And I, I, don't have, I don't have a good temperament with that, because, like, if I message somebody, you know, when they answer me, they answer me, cool. And they're like, hey, what about uh, shipping? I was like, whenever you have time, man, you know, just because – you know when when you have time because life happens. But right. Yeah. With, with that, you know, a lot of those snakes, probably half of that collection, you know, when it was about four hundred, you know, but half of those were Bill's, you know, Bill Babcock's animals, and then a few were Julie's. Um, so about half of the collection, you know, since it was Bill's, you know, he just he just moved them on. You know, okay. To Jules, and um, which I hated that for her. It sucked. I I, <laughs> I was like, damn man, I'm really <laughs> sorry. I, I mean. <laughs> I really didn't want to do that, but I was like, dude, I, I can't do it. They're just too right. the freaking snakes right. um, I hated that it got put on her, but, you know. And then I had about, mm, so like 197 animals left here. And then I had probably 100 colubrids of my own. And then, I don't know, at the time, like around 40 or 50 miscellaneous boas and pythons. And what I did is I basically sold almost sold almost all of my colubrids, and then I just whittled off here and there certain pythons, uh-huh. and then you know that's when I just you know started adding uh, bloods and short tails because that's just you know like I, it ticks my Burmese urge because that's what I really 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 am into. Right, right. And, you know, having the bloods and short tails helps with that because i mean I, I like all snakes but what i'm learning now is even still you know i still have some non well i still have quite a few non blood and short tails but probably over the next six months i'm going to weed those out even more right you know just because my room i mean i keep my room you know about 65 percent humidity is usually 82 mm-hmm. degrees in here constant most of the time right and you know the most of the snakes in here, they're, they're pretty good with that. But I mean, I have a few things in here that are probably like, God, this sucks. So <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, uh, why you know? Also, so uh, you know, yeah, and and because when you start messing with these, it, you know, you're going to make stuff that you want to hold back. You right. know, they're not they're not huge animals, but they're not small. You right. Know, if you're going to keep them in what I consider like adequate caging, I mean, you're going to you know need a pretty big. You need either need those big boa tubs. In a rack, which will take up room, or you know, if you want to keep them in cages, which I have a few in cages, but I mean, eventually, most of mine are really going to be in all you know big, you know, boa tub size racks. Uh, I just think they do better in racks, and uh, How so or they prefer it. Uh, you have... know, I think you know, even like the the really co- you know, because they're kind of edgy a little bit in a right. cage. I think it's because they can see everything. You know, because in the wild, they hide under the. You know, the, the uh, palm leaves and underbrush, you know, they're they're kind of, you know, they're a confident snake, but they're shy, you know, and I think just having them in the rack, it's kind of like Juan said, you know, keeping them in that tub, you know, you kind of, when you open the tub, it kind of makes them aware of what's going on mm-hmm. instead of just right. reaching in to pull them out of the cage. And uh, I just, I just noticed like th- there's a difference between, you know, when I keep them in tubs and cages, I mean, the ones I have in cages are really easy going, um, Borneos and they're you know, they're calm and all that but you know sometimes I'll walk in and they'll you know kind of wig out a little bit you know they might swing over to the side of the cage or whatever just because they can see me walking around and I just right. think they do better in the cage and, and you know and tubs really hold temps well and humidity well and I, I don't know I just really think that they do a lot better in racks
1: I, I would agree do you find that yeah uh, me, me too you find that humidity is important for these guys in your opinion
0: with you yeah them? yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think a lot of people I mean you guys talk about it a lot and you know and the blood breeders that have been on before me you know they you know what, what they hit on it, it there's a huge difference between humid and wet right I mean like you're, it, you know humidity is the moisture in the air, so if you're making your cage soak and wet your snake's, like, crawling around in that. And, you know, if you have water and then it starts, like, say they crap or piss in there, then it's mixing around in that. And if you don't clean it right away, then that's filthy in there. Then the air is going to get stagnant. And then your snake's breathing that in, and it's got bacteria. So, I mean, what I do from listening to these guys, you know, because there's so much more information out there now about bloods and short tails is, you know, I have fans in my room moving the air around, moving the temp around, you know, keeping it pretty constant in here. And then, uh, you know, now that it's wintertime, I'm running, you know, humidifiers to keep it around, you know, 60 to 65. And I've just added, you know, whatever tubs or cages they're in, you know, I've just added more circulation in there. So the room itself is about 65% humidity, and then they have good airflow in their cages. You know, I mean, it, these snakes... In my personal opinion, they're 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 super easy to take care of as long as you you know, it's almost like you porridge, you know, just right. You know, yeah. don't go too hot, don't go too cold, don't go too dry. Right. You know, if you have the ability to keep these ideal temps and you know, or you know, keep your humidity up at least, I mean you're gonna be rock solid. I mean these snakes are you know, they're really robust, tough animals is just that if you don't, if you go way too hot or way too cold or too dry, you know, not keep the cage, you know. Yeah. Right. So that that's, you know, and that's why I'm probably going to, you know, weed out some more species in here and then also so it gives me more room because once I start breeding these guys, I mean, like, look at Mentola. He has, like, what, 25 holdbacks a year. <laughs>
3: You know, I bet if he he
0: had room for them all, he'd probably keep 50 a year. I mean, it's like, you know, you see, like, stuff he hatches out and all these other guys. It's like, dude, how do you pick a hold back out of that? Yeah. I mean, because, like, the whole clutch is awesome.
2: I mean, Matt's probably the only guy that I've ever seen, like, who's, like, constantly, like, I got to buy another baby rack. I'm like, what's because you keep everything? You're like Eric. It's like,
1: sell some babies. But it'd be so tough not not to. I know. Yeah. (laughs)
2: I kind of also understand that. So, yeah,
1: dude, it's, uh, I I guess, I guess in the, in the short tail world, I'm super lucky that I get to go over and I know, (laughs) I know most people are probably be like, you know, you know, getting all bit up and like, why would you want to do that? But when you get to go through every single baby that he hatched and sex them, um, you get to see them hands on like it's just it's crazy man it's it's oh, really I'd, cool. I'd be
0: screwed if i lived up there i mean my wife would kick <laughs> me out of the house and she'd be like take these damn snakes you yeah. know i because you know because matt's up there and then frank's up there
1: yeah you know? and i mean i know yeah, ron's up frank's
0: in up uh, new york but uh you know i mean you got matt right there and then frank you know their collections i mean someone like me or if you're into them or I mean, if you go over there and you start looking at all that stuff, if you're not into them yet, you will be. And mm. I mean, it would just be ridiculous. You know, and I, I think once – I think this is going to be the year where you really see some awesome teen egg combos. And uh Okay. I, I don't know about y'all. I think – I know Owen loves teen mm. eggs. But I'm sure yeah, he I do too, Eric. love the teen like, eggs. When you yeah. see a teen egg in person with any size on it, you know, when the red really starts coming in, like that is like mm. – the coolest blood Python period. I mean, it's just, you know, some of them are just really, really deep red. And then they got that white contrast on them. Yeah. You know, when people start making the golden eye and the batik and the pixel. And then some of these other morphs like rod iron and other ones that aren't really out yet. They start mixing that with teen egg and even the T positive, like the real good lines, like red X and cherry bomb and everything. I mean, it's going to be game over, man. <laughs> yeah. Someone makes yeah, that a 0017 egg. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: a pretty cool snake for sure, no doubt.
0: Uh, <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I, 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 for, I don't know why I'm drawn to the T positive though, but I can appreciate that. I think I think it was right because I when I seen them and they were babies, but then when
0: I saw Matt's adults, it was you're right. What Matt and Matt has a big yeah. cherry bomb, doesn't he? Because that's probably the one. Yes. They yeah, a big yeah, cherry bomb people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I think if anybody saw a big cherry bomb in person, they <laughs> I think they'd be a T positive <laughs> person too cuz like you know, T positives, you know, T positives are nice. But, you know, in my opinion, and I think a lot like, you know, cherry bomb just I mean, dude, that just blows stuff out of the water. Oh my god, yeah. Cherry bombs are just fan- amazing. And you know that that descended, you know, like um one podcast you'd probably like to go back and listen to is, you know, Dave and Tracy were on Reptile Radio, I think, 2010. Right. And, you know, and she was hitting on some stuff. And, you know, like that cherry bomb originated from one male. Like they got in there a red T-positive male. And that's, you know, and then when she started breeding it. That that was a cherry bomb that came from that male. And, you know, I talked to her huh. about it, too, in, uh, at Arlington. But, uh-huh. you know, and then that look and then just people breeding them more more red into it, you know, just – you know, same thing with Red X and all that, but she's got, in that, in that interview, you know, they talked to her about the Toba blood, you know, she's reproduced that look, the Toba, which is uh-huh. from Lake Toba yeah. area. And, you know, cause they asked her, they're like, Hey, so it was like the Toba blood, is that just a locality? Do they all like all Tobas look like that? And she said from clutches." I don't think she's had many, and I mean, God, that was, you know, seven years ago almost already, but, uh, you know, she said that breeding Toba to a normal, she got Toba's and normal animals, and I think she bred Toba to Toba, too, and there were normals in that as well, so it wasn't, Hmm. it's like, not all were Toba-looking. From what I remember in that interview, because I was listening, because she's got, I mean, you know, Nick Bettino would say it all the time, we're just at the tip of the iceberg especially if you're in the morphs. I mean, cause tracy you know, Tracy's oh, got, got tons the frostbite. Of shit, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, she's got something called the frostbite. I can't really describe what that looks like. It's like washed out looking and it's got, you know, black, uh, circle pattern or whatever on the sides. I mean, really crazy looking. And then she's got a, she just proved out another one. I think last year or the year before called, she hasn't named it yet, but, uh, the, the original gene carrier, she called it one eye because, like, this imported animal was missing an eye. But uh it looks – I'm going to try to describe it the best I can. It looks almost like a pixel, but the top is gray, and the sides are, like, red and orange splotches on the side, like big dots. Not, like, the pixel dots that are real small. They're, like, big dots on the side.
3: Well oh, wow. And the top
0: of the animal is gray. Yeah, and then she's got the, you know, she got the wrought iron, which she's produced. You know, improve that genetic, and I know everybody and their mom is waiting for that to start getting out. Yeah, because anybody, anybody, if you see, if you see a rod iron in person, I mean, it's it's over. That'll be that'll probably be your favorite morph because those things are just insane looking.
1: Well, she had them down when you went to Arlington,
0: right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And so you got to see them first,
0: One. Oh God, <clears throat> yeah. She she's been bringing it to that show, or at least a rod iron for the last. I don't know, three, three or four years or so. You know, just, she brings those, and she brings – uh, yeah. Well, I guess the funny right. thing about Tracy's table is, like, <laughs> Tracy's table, it's like half with not for sale on it, and the other half, oh. they'll be for sale. <laughs> but a lot of times, if you really you know, prod her and talk to her about something,
1: yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of times, right. she's like,
0: okay, it's this. Because she had a um, uh, Super Stripe Borneo. And I know you you've probably seen it Eric, and I know I know Matt Frank at, but it, she has a super stripe Borneo to where the sides oh, they're completely clean
3: yeah but, but it, <laughs> that that
0: snake is good is is best of a picture I could take through the the uh, display right that snake's right. sides were orange peel orange,
1: oh my god that was god, a Borneo. Yes. <laughs> I
0: remember that, that that thing was nuts, and uh you know I was I didn't have a, a great show at Arlington. Like, I didn't make enough to afford that animal because I really, <laughs> really. Duh. I told her, too. I was like, I want that snake so bad because I, you know, I would breed that right into the white wall. Oxen. The ocelot animals that Matt has, and then you breed that, like, super crazy orange from that super stripe into the white wall ocelots or just ocelots in general. Bringing that orange. Oh, man. I think, yeah.
1: I'm going to. I'm going to send this picture to make sure that this is the right one. And then... uh, Yeah, it's nuts.
0: Uh, Even in that picture, you can tell in person. Yeah, man, in person. And, like, that was seriously, no exaggeration, like, orange peel orange. I mean, I almost couldn't believe it was a Borneo. I mean, obviously, it is a Borneo, but I was like, whoa, that... Because you usually don't see, you know, vibrant pumpkin bright-ass orange on a Borneo. Not on the sides. I mean, that was nuts. Yeah. That was really cool.
1: I remember I was like, what the hell? And it has a really orange head, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah the head, yeah, the head is just as orange. You know, but I mean, but you see, you know, like like Nick and Matt and Lon, a lot of those guys that have had some really nice Borneo clutches, you know, they're getting really nice oranges and, you know, reds in the heads, so Like that blonde super stripe that uh, you had that snake, didn't you, Eric? Yeah, Matt that one has that Lon had, it. he made the Halloween from.
1: Yeah, uh, Matt has it. I left it with Matt to uh, <clears throat> to breed um, because he had he had a he had the perfect nail for it. Um, nice. He still has it. Jeez. Uh, yeah, but she she had a rough a rough go. Uh, Both our girls but, did this
2: last the past year. Yeah,
1: we, we they, dump
2: all our. Bloods and Borneos and short tails on Matt Well
1: the reason reason I gave him that snake is because I knew That he was going to have the perfect male For it and I just didn't want to put just anything To it you know what I mean and he had this This one that was just off the chart So hopefully Hopefully this season he breeds it again and You know who knows (laughs) You know maybe some cool stuff will pop Out but uh, Yeah that's a That's a beautiful animal uh,
0: Oh yeah yeah, that thing's intense. I mean I Owen's animal is a lily, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I, I, yeah, that, I, that's I like I, I
2: hate I hate her. So, well I gotta say, man as, is like awesome. She and L- I don't Lily's, get along.
0: Willie <laughs> is another animal that like you breed lily to something, it just makes it better. Yeah. You know, yeah. There, there's so much of this stuff, you know, like uh, like a lily matrix. Yeah, you know, Steve Tillis has, you know, I think he's had it on uh, on his YouTube channel before. You know, he pulled this Lily Matrix off the clutch, and you see this Matrix that's mixed with Lily, and it's just like, that. that is an awesome-looking blood. And then, yeah. there's a girl, I can't remember her name, but she has a big Lily Matrix female. I think both came from Matt Turner. Um, right. She posts big adult Lily Matrix, and, like, that thing's intense. So one of my plans is to do is to breed this really nice matrix female that I have coming from Nick and she's really super red to a T positive lily male from Matt to that snake. Right. Because like Matt's T positive lilies are just absolutely incredible. Like I just, I can't believe it. I can't wait till Lily's really bred into the teen egg, but yeah, the, yeah, man, I it's like, I can't wait to do that. I would you know, t- teen egg and then a lot of this stuff. I just, it's going to be cool. You know, and then there's Pied out there. Like, I, I don't know where it went, but, you know, that there's a Pied right. in the U.S. Oh, no, uh, that's, that's a Borneo, I mean, right? That's a Borneo. No, yeah. no, no. Blood. Oh, it's a blood. Okay. Blood. I don't
1: know yeah, why I thought pied? it was
0: a Borneo. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, there's that, uh, Steve Tillis has those T positive, you know, Borneos.
1: Yeah. They don't seem to be, I don't know, I get a lot of mixed signals with them that they're not as, you know, I guess, uh, wow as some of the other stuff, you know what I mean? So
0: I don't Yeah, know. That they. Um, I mean, yeah, it's in its empathy and I know, you know, I'm, I'm nobody in this, so I don't want to, you know, say anything. I think there's probably a mm-hmm. lot of people that might, you know, I know they probably wonder if it's really, you know, true Borneo, I'm not trying to say yeah. anything. Because I really don't know, <laughs> right? right. Um, but I know I know a lot of people wonder, and then you know, like you look at the T positive orange-headed Sumatrans. I mean, those things are nuts. I mean, they oh, yeah. they have purple in them, and yeah, you know. Then you got, I mean, the T positive Borneos are kind of, eh. but I mean, you know, they came in. They're wild caught adults, and you know, I think I think Steve only has like F one or F two heads, so. You know, a lot of the normal, really, like my Borneos back in the 90s, I mean, I mean they're cool snakes because they're Borneos, but I mean, they weren't really that great looking. Right. And yeah, they're kind of, you know, meh. So, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. There's a lot of cool stuff out there. Sure. You know, I mean, you know. that's one of the best things about Bloods and, and Short Tails is like, you can go in so many directions. I mean, you can mess with, you know, the Black Sumatrans, which everybody loves those. Oh, yeah. And then the Orange the orange Head Sumatran, I think there's a lot that can be done with those. Because, I mean, there are some really cool-looking Orange orange Head Sumatrans. I mean, Ryan Boyd has some really cool ones. Uh, Matt Turner has a sick-looking one, if he still has that, you know, where it had, like, that flashing, you know, gray-silver on it, and just, like, a really yep. bright orange head. And then, uh, you know, Nick has some orange heads. I think they're head, you know, for that T-positive, but and then you can just line breed reds, you can you know do whatever you want really with Borneos, just your imagination and your animals you know you can make you can make all kinds of cool stuff with Borneos. They're everything yeah it, it, yeah, I mean, you know you're just not gonna make a red one I wouldn't hopefully not so, do then,
3: you, then uh, you got the morphs.
1: yeah, then you do tie in all that yeah, obviously yeah. do you uh you know not the Go, i'm I'm just curious with when you were talking about ambient heat in your room at like 82 do you put heat on the on the actual bloods and short tails you keep or no no,
0: no. Just um, okay yeah and what oh uh, what i plan on doing when they i mean because there's there's heat sources that i can you know hook up if needed sure um on all the cages and tubs but you know you know, like after listening to Nicara and Matt Turner and DPI and just about every, anybody that keeps bloods for the most part, you know, most of the people, you know, they, they do ambient and they really do. Like if you look at the weather pattern in Sumatra or Indonesia in in, in particular, like they don't really have, like they don't really have big temperature swings. I mean, from what I read, it, it stays between like 76, and like 84 degrees there almost all the time. And then really, yeah. I mean, now you, it says like you go in the highlands, it'll get a little bit colder and more drier, but you know, the bloods and stuff aren't up in there. You know, they're more in the low end. but you know, you don't really see much humidity fluctuation and you don't see much temperature fluctuation. And I think that's just really why these guys thrive at pretty constant temps, low temps. And, you know, in the way they, their metabolism works, Because you don't need to feed them that much. If you pound them with food, you're going to have a really, really fat, obese animal. And I don't. I haven't fed boas and pythons like, you know, the old school once a week thing. I haven't fed boas and pythons like that. I can't even remember when. You know, I like doing the seasonal feeding and, uh, you know, probably the only animals I fed on a religious basis were colubrids just because their metabolism I mean, you better feed them. <laughs>
1: so. Yes. So, when you say seasonal feeding, break that break that down for us a little bit. Like, are you? I mean, are you feeding like biweekly? You know, once a month. Does it depend what? on if they're babies or what age they're at, or?
0: Yeah. Now, okay. Now, babies of uh, really everything I keep usually for the first year, they get about once a week. Okay. And that depends, because, you know, I I still vary the diet. You know, I'll feed ASF, mice, uh, rats, chicken, quail. You know, I do that with just about everything except the Royals, because, you know, they are what they are. Right. But, you know, everything else, you know, and Bloods are eating machines anyway. So I haven't had really any, you know, they'll eat anything, at least mine. And I just, you know, for that first year with all my snakes, you know, I feed them about once a week. And then going into their second year, every ten to fourteen days, and then when they're getting close to about their third year, that's when I start really changing it up. You know, okay. like some like a male, like my male born my big male Borneo, you know, he gets fed once a month, like a large rat. And then the female, uh, you know, well, my females they'll get fed
3: eh,
0: twice a month, once every. Three weeks, so they're kind of getting an extra meal over the grand uh, extra meal in them, you know, in the grand scheme of things, um, than than then the male, and then it depends on they'll go into full seasonality feeding here if I'm going to breed them. If I'm not going to breed an animal, they don't uh-huh. get fed, you know, that much, you yeah, know. But when okay. you know when they're going to breed, mm, usually July, August, and September is when I'll feed animals more if they're going to breed, you know, those those real warm months, you know, that's when I'll feed them more. That's when they'll get a food item like every 10 days or every 14 days. The males, I don't change. Yeah. I still feed them about the same, you know, they might get, you know, an extra one a month or something, but the females, you know, I'll feed them more those, those few months. And then they'll go into the, you know, gradually just kind of wean them off of that. And then in the winter months, I still feed, you know, still feed the animals, the ones I have now. Right. Uh But I'll feed them smaller, you know, like I'll feed them like a, you know, like a big, like my big ultra brights, like five foot, 20 pounds. You know, she'll get like a medium rat. And I'll do gotcha. that like twice, you know, like January. Okay. And, you know, yeah. So the, uh, you know, I learned a lot of, like, when I really got into these bloods, you know, and a lot of what I was listening to from these guys and reading and figuring out is, like, it wasn't overall different from how a lot of people do boas now. Okay. Because back in the day, people would pound boas, and most snakes, you know, weekly jumbo rats, jumbo rats, and, you know, you still see them, but you will see these huge, fat boas, you know, with fat rolls on their tail, and, you know, like, boas are, should be built like a bread loaf you know, like have yeah. that thick muscular back and then, you know, kind of just goes straight down. Right. Not like oval out, you know, so like when I was listening to these breeders discuss, you know, what they look for in their blood and their Borneos and everything, I was like, okay, so they're not really feeding them that much different than a lot of people feed Boas now. Right. Because like, I don't feed my Boas much, but my Boas are all, you know, big, thick, muscular animals are not obese. Because I'd, I don't, that's another reason why I like to feed, you know, it's more with colubrids, I will say that, but why why, why I like to feed a very diet. Yeah, I,
1: it's, it's funny you bring that up. Yesterday, me and uh, Harlan Wall were talking about that. Just, you know, if you were given, you know, I, I think the example he used was chocolate syrup. For the you know you could survive and you would live but would you be getting all the nutrients and everything that you need you know so when we're feeding these snakes obviously we were talking about chondros but when you're feeding these snakes you know uh, just the same thing all the time are are they getting I mean they're getting what they need to live but is this maybe why we see you know infertility or slugs or you know, egg binding or R I right. or, you know what I mean? All these different things that pop up that we just sort of say, ah, yeah, this is just, this is business as usual type of deal. But, you know, is there more to it? Is there more to
0: uh, what, you know what
1: I mean? I don't know. It just and seems it, to make you know sense what? to it, me.
0: It, it, <laughs> well, I think, I think yeah. it's cool that a lot of us are thinking in these ways now because like, you know, I think about, like geckos, for example, you know, like, Uh like we'll just use the most common thing. And like my my wife has like the whole room next to me is filled with them, leopard geckos. Okay. You know, no one's in the wild, like giving them all these vitamins and minerals, you know, but you need to supplement your geckos. Right. You know, you're feeding them a diet and, you know, she mainly feeds them, you know, like superworms and dubia. And, but, you know, like if someone just feeds a gecko, just crickets, and they don't, you know, they don't give them any supplements or whatever. That gecko is going to get metabolic bone disease and look like crap. Right. And eventually, yeah, it'll live for a little while. It might live a few years, but it's going to live a horrible life and eventually die. You know, but sure. In in but see, in the wild, even though wild animals usually look a little rougher condition, but you know they're healthy in most cases because they're, I mean, they're getting stuff that you know, just because of what we ha- or have available, you know, to feed them and how we take care of them. So, right. I mean, the diet really is, you know, because it's one thing we control besides the environment is, you know, what we're feeding our snakes. And I right. think they really do benefit uh, from a varied diet. I think the, because, like, a lot of my friends are, you know, ball python people, and one thing I talk to them is, you know, because ball pythons, you know, people will pound them, you know, every week. Right, You know, I think there's just thing, like, they'll just feed them every week. And they're machines. I mean, you, yeah. you don't really see many fat ones. I mean, they're robust, and they're getting fed weekly. I think the only reason that you don't see more problems with balls getting fed, like, a rat a week or whatever, and they live really long times is, one, they're really tough. But, two, I think it's because they're constantly bred. And so, they're, you know, it takes so much for a snake to lay a clutch. Right. Right. You know, that... And, and then they'll naturally fast a lot of times anyway. I mean, a few of my yeah. monsters don't, but so they'll naturally kind of take themselves off food for a little while. And, and I also think because the way they, you know, a lot of them are bred yearly, like every single year, a lot of these females are bred. And I think that's where they get by with that. Right. Just that particular species.
1: Yeah, they're they're pounding them with food, but you know all that food is used up for the clutch. So really, you know, none none the worse. Whereas, you know, I don't. Yeah, I I think I my personal opinion with them is I think that they just they they know, you know, if you feed some of these snakes, they'll just keep eating and eating and eating and eating and eating. <laughs> you know, you could I think chondros are that way. Carpets are that. Well, maybe not right. male carpets, but. I don't know if you, you know, those berms, they'll they'll just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat, you know. So
0: oh, oh god, I mean Burmese pythons. <laughs> I mean, dude, they'll, they'll get they'll get so fat, that, you know, like they have that cankle at the end of <laughs> yeah. it, so like where they, it's like they just got this huge fat ass, and then they got their tail, and it's like tail, dude. yeah, yep. I mean that's like insane looking when they're that fat. <laughs> like they'll be like telephone pole wide, and you are like, dude. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, that just doesn't look right. Uh, but I mean, I know you guys have seen like it's shows or whatever. You know, you'll you'll go around and usually it's at a flippers table, but they'll have like this huge carpet python, and it will yeah. have like mail on there, and you're like, "What?" Exa-
2: thank you. It, yeah, it'll be, it's it, always, it, it's one, always
0: it's like some <laughs> coastal looking thing, and it's like seven <laughs> oh, yeah. or you know, I don't like to exaggerate size, but you know, like a seven or eight footer. And they pull yeah, them out, yeah. and this thing's just fat as shit. And you can always You're tell the real free. fat carpets because it's like they don't use their tail right. No, Kareem, they're not going like, all over the like, yeah. yeah, like when they're real fat, they just like, they just kind of drape their tail. And that's not a carpet thing, man. You know, with no. the carpet pythons, they remind me of these uh, probably from mine and Eric's high school days, but like those, they had those little, yeah. uh, those little things you could slap on somebody's wrist and they wrap around your wrist. And hold oh, on. Yeah. That's what I think <laughs> yeah. of a carpet. You pull it out, man. They wrap that tail around you. And if they get pissed, Absolutely. they start doing the carpet python squeeze. They start uh-huh, squeezing yeah. you, hold and squeezing you, and you're like, and you're like, fuck. How am I going to get this <laughs> thing off
1: me without getting? Yep. <laughs> without getting nailed,
0: yeah. Yeah, you'll see correct. those huge fat carpets, man. And it's like, dude, that's what is that thing?
2: And it's always a boy. It's like, and and here's the thing, people come up to you at the show, and they're like, do you want this car python? And it's either ugly as sin and a male and huge, or it's this beautiful thing, and you're like, wow, you know if it's a boy or a girl? And they go, no. So then you probe it, or, you know, you have Jason Balin, who will probe anything you give him, probe it. Uh, And, like, you're like, female, female, female. And it's like, like the probe just goes in. And like doesn't stop going in. It's like male all the way. And then like you're like oh, but they are like seven, eight foot huge things that you bring home and will never breed with any of your girls ever. So, no. and I even have monster females. A monster male does nothing. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's a, I mean, I remember, get like one of my buddies was doing a Repticon and it was in Shreveport, and I was just walking around, and he's like, hey, man, can you uh, pull that tub out from under my table for me? You know, because he's on the other side. I like, yeah, sure, man, no problem. I think it was like, you know, the pens, hand sanitizer, lights, you know, the random shit you have yeah. rubber made under the table. So I go to grab yeah. it with one hand, and I'm like, I was like, dude, what the fuck is in here? He's like, oh, it's a boa. I was like, a boa? Not twirl? What? And he's like, no, it's a boa. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I need to, uh, like, if you don't mind... You know, would you help me sex it? I was like, uh, all right. I mean, I'm thinking it's a female since it wasn't plural and this thing felt like it weighed a million pounds. So I slide it out and I open it up. And this boa, again, it was like the ones I was describing before. I mean, this thing was just fat as shit. It was huge. Right. You know, when I go to reach in there and pull it out, I pull the tent and I look at it and, you know, it just had huge spurs on it. And you know oh. the big, you know, because I I knew it was a male right away because like boas once yeah. they get a certain age they're yeah. super easy, you know, they got the big, you know, hemipenal bulge down there, and they got really big spurs. You know, females, you know, monster female barely have any spurs or none. And I was like, there's right. no way. I mean, because this boa, I mean, I don't know, he's like eight and a half foot maybe. And, I mean, just really really fat little head, which I hate seeing that in a snake <laughs> like that. I like I can't stand that look. Yeah. A big, huge, beefy snake yeah, with a little right. tiny head. I'm like, dude. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: but uh, man, and he's, he he's still wanted to probe. But I was like, dude, this is a male. This is not a female. Look at that tail. And he's and you know he's a ball pi- He's like, well, man, I don't know it. I think it's a female. I was like, no, dude, it's a male. I promise you. <laughs> right. And uh, well, we probed it. He pulled out you know the huge probe that like you never have to use.
2: and he's he's to it. It. Yeah. That thing yeah. just went
0: all the way up in there.
2: Uh, I was like,
0: eh, yeah, that's a male. He's like, well, man. He's like, what am I going to do? I was like, I don't know. I am i don't want it.
2: Sell it for $20. Yeah. yeah. It's, now, like, I, obviously that mistake is made by a ton of people who just want them as pets, who want the big snake feel without having to deal with rabbits. So I can see that. But, like, sometimes you watch, like, breeders will go crazy with getting somebody huge. And they're like,
0: yeah, he's the biggest boy I got. I'm like, why? Why did you do this? So, I don't know. Yeah, that, no. I think one of the only, surprisingly enough, uh, one one species I had with a big male breeder, and he actually is a breeding machine, was Owen's favorite of all python. Which oh, it. <laughs> which amazed me But I mean th- this male was huge I mean he was like probably four and a half foot I think he weighed 2500 grams And I mean he was a breeding machine I couldn't believe it because most males You know big fat males I mean they don't breed worth really a shit
2: Yeah but Does that kind of go into the whole Bubble python Don't they kind of spend a lot of time In one place in the wild kind of deal And would a big male Kind of not have to worry about it too much I mean it's almost yeah, like, you know what, bat.
0: yeah, I probably agree. Cause like, you know, my, my friends, Dan and Claudia that used to breed ball python I mean, they had an ivory male that was over 3000 grams
1: and he yeah. was huge.
0: I mean, he would feed all the way through breeding season. He wouldn't go off food. He would breed anything. And, you know, I mean, you do that with just about any other Python species and you're, you're not going to get anything.
2: It, it almost seems like if it's a snake that is very non-mobile, like we're talking like balls, Uh, even uh, maybe go into, like, Venomous and say maybe even Gaboon. But it's like if Mm -hmm. they don't move that much, getting real big doesn't really kind of seem to foul them up too bad. But, like, things like carpets and, like, colubrids and stuff that's, like, constantly moving or very active, getting fat could just totally ruin their entire – those boys will never breed. They're supposed to cover a ton of distance uh, when looking for females, and fat males won't do that. I
0: don't know. Yeah, and it, but and you know it. it I'm sure you because you've read Culbert's duo, and I'm, I'm sure you've noticed yeah. this. And it surprised me when I started breeding king snakes because, as you know, like king snakes will eat anything. Yeah. Your hand. Uh, I mean, whatever. I mean, You'd I've rather. had so many like. Yeah, grab the. You know, grab the side of the tub and start trying to constrict the tub. I'm like, God, you're an idiot. Yep. I,
2: but yeah. But these snakes, I, I like you, brew made them. Yeah. I mean, I had one this summer jump out of its tub and, like, grab the edge of my shorts that I was wearing when I was eating, yeah. and it just kind of, like, constricted my shorts. And I'm like, why? Why? Just, like, you waited five more seconds. But, yeah. But go ahead. It was like your roommate them and.
0: What, it, it was, yeah, and, and that's like a Getchua King thing. I don't know why, but, like, you know, the Easterns, the Cow Kings, the Forta yeah. Kings, big-time Forta Kings, like, they'll wrap every possible coil they have around this food item. And, like, right. they will have nothing to hold on to the tub. And, like, they'll just go falling <laughs> out of the tub if you don't catch them. Or, <laughs> and, Make I mean, they don't thug, care. Yeah, I mean, and and like,
2: uh, up.
0: Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, cause, like, when I was really pounding food into them after their first, you know, few weeks out of brumation, you know, I'd mm. feed them one item and they'd grab that, wrap around it. And then I'd put another item and they'd wrap it around with their tail,
3: <laughs> you know,
0: because they're just feeding machines. <laughs> but, like, the males, which surprised me, you know, because for the most part, Kluber breeding was – Kind of new to me a couple years ago. Uh, mm. Bring them out of brumation. The males would eat like for the first month, you know, some males, but they they would eat eat eat. But then they would go off food. Yeah, because all they yeah. cared about was breeding, which was weird yep. for me to yeah. experience because you know king snakes are just eating machines. So that was weird for me to experience that. You know, because I know python males, and a lot of times boa males, a lot of times they'll go off food because they do want to do his breed, but it was kind of cool to see that colubrids would do that too. Some of them.
2: Yeah. Some. And you always get the one where it's it, it. And then it's funny because you put them together and all the male wants to do is breed. And that's when, like, you put them together and you're like, walking around your room and you hear, like, paper getting rustled all around and her smacking her tail on everything because he's like, chasing her around the cage. So, yeah, I mean, that's right where that kind of happens, but it, it's kind of like a flag that you're on the right track when the male's like, no, 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 no thanks with the whole food thing, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they just suck when like, it, it didn't happen to me often, but every now and then, <clears> like, <throat> when they grabbed each other and wrapped each other up, and you're like, oh, God, that's Christmas terrifying. lights, and you're like, God.
2: No. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably the reason I won't do blackheads. It's like, it's terrifying enough when my king snakes do it, you want me to do it with like a $3,000 pair of pythons? No. No, I'm good. I'm good. No, thank <laughs> you. So,
0: yeah. well, And those Aspidite man, their their jaws are so strong, man. I mean, I've had yes. a Woma latch on in my hand, and I'm like, this hurts more than it should. That yeah. sucks.
2: Well, because their their heads are so damn tiny. They're also really hard to pry off of you when they're on there. Oh, the my it's God. Like, it's like, <laughs> God damn you. You little I just walking. I, mean,
0: I couldn't get this Roma off of me, man. I was like. God damn it! I mean, I'm either going to drown him or, you know, which I wasn't going to do that. But I mean, I was like, this thing will not let go of me. You know, my hand was turning purple, and I mean, finally, yeah. you when know, he let go. I just was like, all right, and I just unwound him as quick as I could, and I put him back. I was like, dude,
2: that wasn't cool. It's like, yeah, no, they're, they're such a little jerks. So, but now nah, I won't do. I've I, I have womas right now, and they make me like. Nervous when it comes to them Because they're always Like they always want to eat The both of them I don't know why We're in the middle of breeding season But the both of them are Like door opens They're both Waiting right there For food So They're like their well, bite bread like.
0: <laughs> yeah and, and Aspidati Kind of do that Uh you know, they do that, like, sneak attack bite on you. Yes. You know, you holding them, they, and they start kind of, like, nosing around on your arm, and that's what I was always like, oh, shit, and I'd try to get it off me. Because, like, they start nosing around on your arm, and all of a sudden they just slowly open their mouth and just clamp down on you, and you're like,
2: son of yes. a bitch. And they twist. After they put the teeth on you, they yeah. start twisting their head around. It's like, uh. you can't just bite. you got to dig it in there. Jesus. But, yeah, everybody should own Espadides is what we're saying on Really Play the <laughs> Radio tonight. Is, uh blackheads and Walmart. They're
0: awesome. Good purchases. Yeah. <laughs> they're awesome. <laughs> they are awesome, man. I mean, I, you know, I really was thinking about getting, you know, just, just one blackhead. You know, like an eastern male, you know, the yeah. ones get real yeah. big. You know, I thought yeah. about just having a big male. But, you know, I just, I don't know. It's it's really humid in here. I know they're really tough, but I don't know how much that snake would enjoy that. Right. And I just, yeah. I was like, eh, you know, $1,500 you know, pet snake. I mean, not that, uh, I mean, if you're going to get a really nice animal, I mean, spend the money, but I was just like, ah, man, 1500 bucks. I know it would happen. I'd be like, all right, I got this male as a pet and you know, I'll go get a female. And then I got two of them. I got four of them. And I'm like, nah, nah, (laughs) I'm really trying to stay almost a hundred percent focused on this.
3: Right. You know,
0: uh, you know, the, the the blood python and short tail python community are amazing. They're great people. And there's so many phenomenal animals out there. You know, and when you focus on one thing, which I've always had a problem with, mm-hmm. when you can focus on one animal, if you can, you can put all your time, all your resources, everything into that one species and learn every single thing possible about it. Right. Like, I know that... Um, you know, Eric Cena, like I'm not a drama person, a rant person, but every now and then I'll say something on my Facebook, a little whatever. What, right. what kind of annoys me is that when I get into something, I read and just go through information as much as I possibly can. You know, I'm going to search for podcasts, I'm going to read as much as I can about it. You know, I'm going to try to get as much knowledge on my own before I ask other people stuff because one, I want to figure this stuff out on my, on my own, but I also want to, right. Know, and also if you listen to the podcast, you can already, like these questions you might ask these breeders. I mean, if you listen to a podcast, I mean, Matt already, like, listen, you say you listen yeah. to Matt or lawns or whoever's they already go over like husbandry, cage size, you know, the sexing thing with these guys, you know, feeding, breeding more, they go over all that stuff. And then when you read, right. you learn all this stuff, you know, and we're always constantly learning, but you know, that, that's me. And, but like when people are like, and I've heard you guys vent about it, like one thing I can't stand is when someone's like, Oh man, they just randomly buy a snake. They don't know shit about it. They usually don't even have a cage ready for it. So, or a thermostat or anything. And they will just chuck this snake and the cheapest thing they can find usually without a thermostat, with like a Zoo Med heat pad on one side, with a heat lamp over the same side, and it's like a million degrees over there. And like, oh, what's wrong with my snake? It won't eat, or whatever. And So many things. They could have so easily so figured that out. <laughs> yeah, they could have figured that out by just doing a little bit of research and a little bit of putting a little time into it. You know, and, and yeah. with, with Bloods, you know, if you listen to these guys talk about them, and read about them and talk to the breeders, you know, after you've done some of your own legwork, you you find out stuff about them. I mean, these aren't a snake that you're going to get and turn around and breed in two years, like you can with balls and a lot of, a lot of snakes, you know, you need to, you know, it's going to take a lot of raise them up correctly, you know, even for the males, you know, raise them up, you know, and just enjoy them. And then when the time comes to breed them, you know, and also have, you know, try to match your snake. So, like I get like if you get a phenomenal female, try to get a phenomenal male for that, for that animal. You know, may, either make one yourself or find one. Don't just get like a, a super awesome, you know, red male, you know, brong, and then breed it to some fugly, you know, you know, dirty orangish brownish, you know, blood that you found at a show. I mean, because I mean, why do that? Right. Like, I just just don't get it. I've never understood that mentality. (laughs) Like, I've never understood that. Like, oh, I got this snake and this snake. I'm going to put it together. I mean, a kid on YouTube had, like, this giant coastal male, and then he had this pretty decent-looking jungle female, and he's like, I can't wait to breed these. I'm like, what? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Like, what are you doing? I mean, I know a lot of people did it with, like, jags and stuff back in the day, and that's how a lot of it started. But, like, okay, so the coastal male is actually pretty nice looking. Right, the jungle right. was decent looking, but I'm like, you're gonna breed that coastal to that jungle, like, just because you have them, right? And I was secretly hoping I was like, God, I hope they're both males. Like, I, <laughs> like why are you gonna make okay. those? I mean, it, it's oh my god, <laughs> you know. And, and you, you know, you don't see a ton of Like that. That's another thing about like what I was saying earlier with blood people is like, they love these animals so much, and I get it because I'm obsessed with them. Is mm-hmm. that you know they want to. Blood python people truly do breed for themselves first. I firmly believe that. You know, like Matt makes okay. tons of stuff that everybody wants, but Matt's breeding this ocelot to this ocelot or this Philly stripe to this leopardy stripe thing. He's breeding those first because he wants to make stuff that Matt wants. But then <laughs> right. He's going to make a bunch of awesome stuff that other people want, but he's first breeding for himself, just like Kara does and Nick does and everybody. Right. You know, they're going to breed the best they can the best they can because one, they love the animals, but two, they want to make even better to keep for themselves, you know, and then sell, you know, just as nice animals to everybody else, which is really nice, man. I I really like that.
2: Yeah. It shows, you know, in in the animal. that's how you do it. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And, And there's some really, you know, just like in the, in the carpet world, you know, like, uh, you know Nick Scaley, he's got a really nice collection. Up and coming Andy Ray, you know there's some of these guys that have been building their collections and just adding these really nice animals, so they're going to produce really nice animals. You know, yeah. like a lot of the, quite a few of the people I've gotten my bloods from, like Andy Reeves, You know he did a, he did two martyr pairings. Those animals were phenomenal. You know, because first I asked Kevin himself, I was like, hey, are you going to breed any this year? And he's like, nah, I don't think I don't know if I'm going to breed this year. So I was like, okay. And then I saw Andy Reeves, you know, he's not real active on the, most people know Andy, but, you know, he's not real active on any of the pages or whatever, but he's got really, really nice martyrs, like two clutches of them. Right. And I handpicked one out out of those. And, you know, that, that female's ridiculous. I mean, she's already super red. And, you know, she's only like not even 18 inches long, and she's already really red. And, you know, then I got, you know, another snake from Alexa. You know, Lex right. has a small collection. Right. And then, you know, some of my other reds came from like Ryan Boyd. You know, Ryan, Ryan has a phenomenal collection. You know, he's got that crazy looking uh, male that I was talking about with you, Eric. You know, the, those animals he produced from that crazy male.
1: Oh, yeah, he's yeah. Like he's yeah. a golden
0: eye looking thing, but it's not a golden eye. It's just got really blocky. That's what I'm saying. Like, see, like, look at that. You see that male that Ryan has? Like, uh-huh. something like that. Like, there's no doubt that that's going to prove to be a morph. Because he, you know, he bred it and got more of them. Hmm. You know, and they look like the dad. If not, though they look better than the dad. You know, and I got um, siblings from that because he bred that male to a a raspberry, you know, TBC line female. You know, and those two animals I got their normals, but they're they're fantastic.
1: Yeah, he has some uh, some pretty cool stuff for sure. Yeah, and he has anaconda snakes too. Which is <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> There you go, Owen. <laughs> yep. Right there.
0: Those are the cool oh man, those are the coolest rat snakes. i Mandarin rats, they're they're that's another snake that if you can their requirements, they're super easy. You know, you just gotta meet I, their requirements. If you can requirements, do it, yeah. They're not hard.
2: I've wanted them and uh bamboos for a while, but uh Right now I have the Vietnamese blue beauties
0: and yeah. I've
2: become wickedly obsessed with them just because they're little assholes and yeah. it's like I go to I go to feed them and they lose their minds because I've entered their cage. So yeah. <laughs> I have to put their food down and then like they're in the corner like open mouth, puffed up, macking their tails on stuff and I'm like I'm sorry, I'll leave you alone now. And they'll continue on like that for about 10 minutes, and then I'll, like, hear them eating, and then that's it. So, but, yeah, I love those things. I can't wait for them to get big.
0: Well, the funny thing about there's a page called the RatsnakeFoundation.org. Mm-hmm. It's got all kinds of information, like, on every rat snake, you know, morphs and all that, and, uh, you know, temp, everything about them. Yeah. And uh, what it says for Blue Beauty is under temperament. It says, decent to pure evil. <laughs> so just just so you know i mean m- m- most of mine over the years have always been pretty cool thank god but you know <laughs> there's a few of them man that like good lord and if you have a male and it's like nine or ten foot i mean that's i know a awesome. rat snake's different than like all olive python or whatever but i mean they'll, they'll light you up that's
2: that's awesome i i i kind of i like them They were kind of like a little, eh, why not, kind of a deal. And I've been very pleased with them. And I – we saw them. We went to uh, Nerd, and we saw them there. And we also saw some cave-dwelling rats. So, I'm like, I got to get some of these. These things are awesome. So, I am happy with them. I don't know how well I'm – how happy I'm going to be with them when they're, like, six, seven foot. So, we'll see how that works. But, you know, if I can – deal with white lips coming at me. I, I, I you know, rat snakes are I bet you yeah, I can deal with that. that, but of course I'm saying that now. So we'll see how it goes. Well it won't but it won't I, hurt as bad I dig
0: getting bit by them Oh good.
2: <laughs> That's good.
0: Yeah, getting bit by a big a big beauty snake it, it won't suck as much as getting bit by an adult uh, white lip.
2: It was was it last week? Um last week and the week before, my adult female gold faced white lip got me on the fingers. Twice. Like, uh, like she bit my index finger and I'm like, God damn it. And then like the next week she did it again. And I'm like, why? So it's like,
3: <laughs> she's learning.
2: She's slowly trying to take me out finger by finger. And it, Oh, uh, it was like one of those, why do I deal with these things? So it's, yeah.
0: And, and see, those are, you know, that like, I listen to, I listen to all the shows, but I really like when you guys have a lie show because, mm. uh, you know, the, that's one thing, you know, where I'm really, really, like I said, I'm trying to focus just on the animals I bring in anyway, or right. just right. and, you know, Borneos for the most part, just Bloods and Borneos, and uh, it's really hard because, you know, like, I like olives and white-lips, yeah. and I like yeah. Macklots, I mean, I love Macklots, I've always been into them, and it's, it's hard because, like, those snakes being Indonesian pythons, you know, they would do fine in my room, but then they're going to take yeah. up
3: space, yeah. <laughs> because my, my, my bow is big
0: you know my female bow i'm keeping her you know and she's getting close to eight foot if she isn't already i have a berm yeah i just have a normal burmese you know she's female and even you know keeping her down in size she'll still at least max you know be 12 13 foot down the road one day right so there's two big snakes and then i have my chondro from julie you know even though julie doesn't know anything about chondros apparently uh, <laughs> apparently not. But no, no, I found no. that hilarious. I caught that right at the end. I was like, "What?
1: Yeah, you isn't that, that
2: crazy?" That? That's, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Maybe because, like, yeah, that person's never been it.
0: heard of again.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. exactly that yeah. Yeah.
0: You don't know Julie very well. Let's go ahead and poke her with a stick. <laughs> Good idea, buddy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a great he idea.
2: He says that then we all get quiet. It's like he should know immediately that he really stepped
1: in it. So you know that's Oh god. Up to him. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> the comment that she said, but whatever she said was just. It was just so great. Uh I just perfect. loved it. I was like, uh yes, yes. <laughs> you know, but oh man, yeah, no, I, could, I could
0: just. I could see Julie just going naked on that guy with you know the oh yeah <laughs> I mean, just, like dude you really have no idea who you're fucking with don't poke her it was, <laughs> oh
2: god you you fool yeah <laughs>
3: so
0: I mean you, it, I think the emotional pain you'll experience will hurt more than the physical <laughs> yes but uh yeah but, but I like you know I have that that awesome you know uh, that that clutch she had a couple years ago that uh, Maniqui times Layra you know, clutch out right. a male, you know, and he's mm-hmm. just, he's got a wicked blue stripe down him and blue, you know, blue on his head, you know, awesome animal. So, you know, but just those three snakes in particular, you know, they're not going anywhere. And then the two right. big snakes, I mean, they're going to be in big vision cages. My bow already is in a big vision cage. You know, like I'm saying, I mean, I'm already looking at the diagram of my room, you know, there's not really much I can add besides the bloods and short tails. Cause when I start breeding these, you know, which I'm going to breed some next year. Right. So then there's going to be holdbacks, and you raise them up, and then, you know, before you know it, you'll run out of room. Yeah. That's yeah, the thing, and... man. Room. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I'll ru- I'll ruin you right now. I would say that Max would probably do extremely well in your rack system that you're going to get for your Borneos and your Bloods and all that fun stuff. So, uh, there you go. So you could probably do Max.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, like I was saying on the the last time I was on, when I had all these in my room was packed wall to wall with snakes. I was like, man, I think I can fit two four foots on top of these racks and have a pair of macaws up there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that would be tough. I mean, I think if I did get anything new, that was not a blood or a short tail, you know, probably a pair of macaws, just because you know nobody, there's not many people trying to breed them, you know, We're working and on it. it, it <laughs> Well, because, like, if, if Indonesia ever closes its doors, we're screwed. you know, a yeah. lot of these snakes, like, white lips and maclots and, you know, some yeah. of the, you know, the water python, those skinks, all those Indonesian yeah. cool blue tongue skinks they bring from over there, mm-hmm. like, I don't think people realize, like, a lot of this awesome stuff we're getting from Indonesia. If Indonesia is just, like, one day is, like, nope, and they cut it off, and nobody's breeding this stuff, then what do you do? It's gone. And, yeah. And
2: they've threatened that before
0: the, the
3: pythons.
0: yeah 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 I mean that oh. and it'd all be gone man I mean then you're, you're you're screwed I mean look how much it yep. sucks that we can't get stuff from Australia yeah which I am yeah. I'm hoping for you guys more because I mean I've kind of left that That's part behind the carpets but it would be cool if they opened it up to the the captive bread but it's kind of like what I remember from my military days is there's going to be somebody that would fuck it up for everybody yeah.
2: Of course.
0: Somebody will screw that up.
2: Right. So if they did open it up, we'd have to move quickly and get an entire like shipping container full of animals sent directly to Eric's house.
3: And like <laughs> they'll put it in the, yeah.
2: put it in the driveway and then we'll go and get everything we need there. So
1: I um, think I think when it comes to that, what I would basically want from there is just some new blood, you know, some new bloodline yeah. and just inject some some Well, that's why you well, don't a like shipping inland. container. And a silver pepper inland or two, you there know. We, good <laughs> <Yeah. boy. laughs> you know. What there I was saying is like
0: especially with the, the inlands and coastals, like bring in some more yeah. breeding animals.
2: Or and then, even uh, just like the albino, if there's albino or head albino coastals, because then that's oh, a yeah. new oh, thing God. there. That's what Owen wants. So Hell,
0: that would probably huh. push me almost back into one. <laughs> A bunch of there like, if there's a pure, if there's a pure albino, so I talked about the albino darwins with Eric. Um, I was like, yeah. God, man, these like, do these things soak all the time? And, and I mean, because like, man, that thing was always in the water bowl, and then it was, you know, I've heard stories about the babies being a pain in the ass, and I was just like, wow, that mean. sounds like so much fun. <laughs> so yeah, oh, yeah that <laughs> albino jag I had was the meanest carpet python I've ever had in my life.
1: Yes, there was there was. Um... There, there's a guy in Australia. His name is Mick, and uh, he he selectively bred Darwin's, you know, albino Darwin's. And the pictures that this guy has sent me is just off the chain. Like some, he, he's been breeding in snakes for 20 plus years, so you can imagine, you know. And he's kind of he doesn't really he's not on Facebook or anything like that, um, but uh, he. Um, he said to me that the problem that we're probably having when it comes to that is that we keep them too cold. He said that yeah, they that. should be kept a lot warmer, um, and uh, that would uh, would help alleviate some of the feeding issues and all. Because he says he swears he never has any any feeding problems at all. So, I don't know. It's something is, that
0: – Is that picture that's in – I was going to say, is that picture that's in the calendar? Is that all? Yes. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Yeah, that's it. That's I saw that yep. picture, and I kept looking at it. I was like, is that like 10 snakes made to look like 50? I mean, I just kept looking, yeah. and I was like, man. <laughs> and there, there's some monster ones in there, too. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Big yeah. ones.
1: Yeah, he has some. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah, that's some cool pick. stuff yeah but uh um yeah i i mean i don't know that's what i would hope you know and you and same thing like right now with with bloods and short tails you i mean I, I i i haven't seen the list from uh what's his name in a while but i would imagine that they still have stuff on there um from probably cam, most yeah, of it from cam oh, probably push. most of it gets picked over by you know people like oh, Tracy yeah. and stuff like that but you know, you still have the ability to yeah, get she, it.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you got to uh, – I mean, and a lot of people, you know, like, you know, Kevin at Nerd. I mean, he's gotten, you know, a lot of his cool stuff, like those Albino water monitors and all. He got it from Cam. You know, Pete's gotten stuff right. from Cam. I mean, and you'll see, you'll see Cam every now and then post stuff on Facebook in the classifieds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be it'd be random. It'll come up on – and not, like, his import stuff, but, like, your uh, – you know, he, he, he's posted like a pixel here, batik here, you know, stuff like that. But, um, right. I I bet that Dan, you know, uh, from DM Exotics, I mean, I bet if someone asked Dan, you know, surely he can bring in bloods if they wanted to Probably. do that. Like me, I, I, you know, I don't really have experience with that and I I want no part of bringing in. I don't care if it was a new morph. I don't, I don't want any part. I'd rather somebody else do it and me spend more money. I don't want to try to. I don't want to acclimate. What right. I mean, that's why I mean we're, we're really lucky in these days. Yeah, I mean we're we're so fortunate, like the people before us that uh, put so much time and effort into getting these these animals, you know, uh, acclimated and get them to breed. You know, I know a lot of times when people just get into this, especially if they get into species that are really easy to breed. You know, they I think they get that mindset. To where, like, oh, man, this is really simple. There's nothing to this. But, it, I mean, it's a lot of work, especially if you do it the way the, old, the old-timers did it. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that, that's a ton of work. And then, you know, a lot of us that have these super nice reds, like me being able to go and buy, like, phenomenal red bloods that are going to be just exquisite adults. I mean, that's because people, you know, put tons of work into it. You know, Kevin and Karen Ryan and Al Brown. You know, and Nick, I mean VPI, all these people have put like all this work into making these really, really nice reds. So I mean, now, you know, you can just spend spend extra money. Yeah. Especially when someone has like a hundred bucks, they like have a hundred bucks like right now.
3: Right. And they're like, I
0: gotta go get a blood python. I'm ready. I really want a blood python. I was like, well, dude, if if you have a hundred bucks right now, why don't you wait? You know, two three months, you know, four months, whatever it'll take, save up around 400 bucks or so. Especially if that's going to be your only snake. Especially right. if you want to breed it, but I mean, if it's going to be your pet, no matter what, I mean, save extra money, and buy the best possible one you can. You know, it's it's like, you know, because money will burn a hole in my pocket sometimes. You know, especially like Shit. when I see a real cherry animal pop up and I'm like, oh man, if I don't buy that right now, I know there's like ten dudes right now looking to buy that snake.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. But, I always think kind of back of what Julie's, Julie will tell me. She's like, there will always be snakes. That is true. You know, as in like, yeah, you might not get that one right now, but don't go like crazy or berserko trying to like spend money you don't have. Right. You know, if you right. have to go, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys do the same thing. I have snake funds and then I have the life fund. Okay. I have yeah. X amount of money that I can spend on snakes, caging, whatever. But then I have <clears throat> my mortgage and all my other, you know, actual very important stuff. That has to get paid.
1: So if I have to
0: take money out of my non-snake funds just to grab that thing, well, then I'm already doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. So that's why I try to listen to, you know, Julie's giving me a lot of great advice and, you know, other people. Yeah, I might not be able to get that particular animal, but something good, another good animal will pop up. Yeah, I did that early
1: on when I got into carpets. And, you know, I kind of talked about this last week, but, you know, it was like, I, I just, I just went crazy and, you know, it was just like, uh, I, I made it work somehow. I, I don't know how, but, you know, it was just like, uh, I just wanted to have it. And it, I wasn't, you know, it was just like, okay, I'm going to, luckily I, I was able to establish, uh, you know, relationships with people where I could do payment plans and stuff like that. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, at some of the stuff that I bought, like I was saying, you know, instead of – this is what I was trying to say last week when when you're doing – say you're doing a recessive project. Instead of yeah, the buying male. the female, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I had to buy a het female and a het male because I had to have the pair where I should have just bought the female – you know, raised it up for a year, saved up some money, and then went and bought the visual male. Because then I can take that visual male and I can breed it to the head female, and I can breed it to something else and outcross it. You know what I mean? And that's 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 the smart way to go. Um, so learn from my mistake. But you know, you just it's just like well, you you guys know. I mean, when you want something, at least for me, when I want something, I want it. It was the same thing with guitar yeah. stuff, you know, and a new pedal comes out. It's like, oh, I got to have that pedal, man. You know, and it's like not even in my pedal board. It's collecting dust on a shelf somewhere just because I thought I had to have it. It was, it was going to make somehow make my, uh, you know, my sound magic or something. And in reality, <laughs> you know, it's always if you think back, it's, it, you know, it comes from your fingers. It's just like with anything else. You know, it's usually it's the simplest, the simplest ways two things are the way to go, you know, <laughs> you you forget about that yeah. kind of stuff. but
0: And, it, you know, what I've tried to get myself into the mind frame of doing now is just because I've bought and sold stuff later on too often to where you're basically shooting right. yourself in the foot. You know, I mean, it's taken me a, a long time to, you know, hopefully I have it finally grasped in my brain to do it this way. But right. One thing I try to tell myself is, it's like, look, if you don't have the money or you can't get that snake right now, if you're gonna, ha- if you ha- say you have the money two months later and that snake's available, then you were meant to be able to buy that snake. Right. That's the way I try to tell myself, whether it's just to make me feel better about it or what. But it's like, okay, that's <laughs> like, that, yeah. like that Matrix that that uh, Nick had. You know, I wanted that snake as soon as I saw it. I was like, God, that thing is amazing. But you know, I couldn't buy it. You right. know, Matt has. I cannot believe nobody's bought this snake It's amazing to me that nobody has bought it, but like he has this genetic stripe, you know what I mean? It, it's priced accordingly. I mean, it's, it's expensive, but she's badass. He has this genetic right. stripe. I'm pretty sure it came from his ocelot stuff. Right. But, like that Borneo right. has a lot going on in it. You know, it's got a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, zigzag stuff. And it is a genetic stripe. It's got all this cool zigzag pattern in the side and all this cool shit. Like that snake, besides being an awesome animal, that would be cool for a breeding project, whether you're going to do Ocelot or whatever, you could breed that look into something else and make really cool shit. I think that's like really the best thing about Borneans. but like that animal, nobody's bought it. It just, it amazes me. And I know it's because, you know, it's probably because, you know, like how the marbles, everybody buys those, everybody loves those, which I get it. Um, Matt has the best. And then, uh, you know, and the ghost and also there's so many choices, but man, like that particular animal just sticks out to me, but I can't get her right now. Right. I want her. Yeah. I hope I can get her one day, but like, I really want that snake, but I just cannot believe nobody's bought that snake. Well, hopefully it's in the cards for you. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, still oh, yeah I already know what I'm, yeah. I'm going to do with it. I'm hoping, uh, you know, I'm hoping I get a clutch out of the, you know, my lattes next year and, and just bribe him with that. I'll send you some pure Make lattes trade. and send me that genetic stripe female I wanted. So, there that, you that go. Be
2: Trading is the best thing ever. So, I mean, if I could find somebody who wants to give me some Baron's racers for some carpet pythons, I'd be sold. So.
0: Oh yeah. I, I love when you, when you can trade. Yeah. Like, that's the best. And then you like it? both because and also because you get what you want, but then like say it's your buddy, you know, like you they see the excitement and passion in them because yeah. they got like a new animal that they're real jazzed it's about. A
2: wonderful little swap, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Hey.
0: So, I mean, are you going to get any more? I know you were, your favorites are Borneos, Eric. I mean, I know you I know you like black samoans too, but I mean, are you going to add some more? Um, I know you've been saying you're pretty comfortable with what you got, but.
1: I, I think at some point I will. I mean, uh I got that uh I got the male um Batrix, but really I wanna produce a pixel. That's like my ultimate oh goal as far yeah. as as far as Freds go. Um but I really I really like kind of the red stripey stuff with that really like crazy red. I, I really dig that kind of stuff. So at some point I would uh wanna add you know, when I moved and I set up my room. Um, I had kind of like, uh, I guess, my heater got, and this just goes to show you what you were talking about earlier, is like my heater got hot, uh, too hot, and the room got pretty warm. And I had a couple of them that, that didn't make it. You know, carpets, they're freaking rock soft yeah. they, They're not, yeah, they, <laughs> they're just like, they yeah, don't care at all, what else you got? They're like, whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Yeah. They, but, no, uh, don't care. I mean, I I still have bretels. So I know. I mean, I'll, so those will stay too. Right. But they're red. So they got <laughs> time here. And I know one day yeah. I'll probably put a hypo in there because, like, those hypo bretels are just good lord.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. They are nice, man. Owen dropped yeah.
1: off. Oh. He's out. Uh oh. Yeah. He can't call back in now because now we're on overtime. Overtime anyway. Oh, but yeah. I I I uh I don't know. I hope I hope, you know, I I I've made a I wanted to make a point of not adding uh really a whole lot to my collection till I get it established in this new place and then after that yeah. sort of I got some stuff I got to sort through. I got tons of I, same boat as you like, you know, it's like okay, what do I really want to work with? What do I really want to do, you know? And uh and it, it,
0: and, dude, it's hard because, like, you start looking at some of your animals and, like, you know, like I have my pine snakes and I'm like, God, because, you know, pine snakes are so cool. I'm like, dude, I can't see myself not having these. And, you know, and then I got some bull snakes and I'm like, God, I can't see selling these. And, and then that's where it gets really hard because, like, you want to try to go that way, but it's like, ah. Yeah. It's just it's like, what do you sell? What do you, you know, because the boa and berm and the chondro I mean, that's, that's they're never going anywhere. <laughs> yeah Mostly
1: I, I kinda, because you know like that yeah, good. oh no yeah i i kind of got over the bug of um you know for a while there i was i was wanting to work with all these different types of pythons and all and and uh, i don't know i get in these mode maybe you do this maybe you don't but i i it's it's so hard when you're doing this show because you're talking to people and they're super excited about what they're doing and then you get oh yeah I. I I would love to have that, you know, and I would yeah. love to have that. And it's like, oh man, you know, so it's, it's hard to keep that focus, you know? Um, but, uh,
0: and, and you know, dude, I'm really, what I do now with myself is cause I'm the epitome of that is I try to tell myself, look what happened in the past. Right. Okay. Like when I had jungles, you know, when I was like, okay, I'm doing this. And, you know, I had all these really nice jungles and I was like, and I, you know, wanted to buy a boa collection that it, somebody was selling that was really nice so I started selling my jungles off well then what happened is that person sold that boa collection and then I did I sold all my nice jungles and then the boas were gone too and I was like damn it so I was doubly screwed <laughs> oh man And then, yeah and then I tried to get you know then I tried to add some more jungles afterwards but it just wasn't the same because mm-hmm. I had sold some animals I had raised and I was kind of just bummed out and you know with the you know I really found my my niche though with these guys and I'm really trying to You know, because I'll look at – you know, if you watch uh, Dan's videos, you know, he'll have viper boas and stuff. Be like, oh, man, look at those. Those are cool. Then you start figuring, like, I don't need viper boas. You know, and then he has video with scrubs. You know, I don't want scrub pythons. But, you know, you start watching it enough and listen to guys talk about scrubs, you're like, oh, maybe a scrub would be okay. No. (laughs) But I I I don't want a scrub python. Yeah,
1: I have a pair of scrubs, you know, and that's that's enough for me. Uh, For a while there, I was – I was dipping my toe in the in the in the scrub world, and I love them, and I love the people that keep them. But I I just nah, I, I, you know, I, I, I maybe if I had more room, you know, in my old place it was very hard being in a small room with you know with scrub pythons that are trying to bite your head, and you're trying to use two hooks, and oh man, it's just a pain in the ass. You know, I, I give my hats off to those guys that that work with those. In massive numbers, but most of the guys that do that, that's all they work with, you know. That's, well, and that's, and that's what the they thing, do.
0: man. Like uh-huh. you, you look at you look at the people that just hone in on one species. But I'm trying to like you look, Nick just does bloods. Look how successful uh-huh. he is, you know. And Matt, yeah. for the most part, I know he's got some other stuff here and there. But he mostly has bloods and reds. I mean, Borneo's and reds, and that's what yeah. he folks on. And Matt Turner, and then uh, you know the scrub guys, and then Greg, yeah. uh, Greg with the diamond python. Oh, yeah. You know, but, like, yeah. The, the scrub pythons are the epitome of you have a passion for those. Oh, Because if hell you have yeah. a bunch of scrub oh, pythons, yeah. you're absolutely obsessed with them because, you know, when Ted had a bunch of scrubs, I mean, I'm not scared of any snakes, but, man, like, he had some really, really big scrubs, and he's like, here, you want to hold this? I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, no, thanks, man. I mean, he had they will. a pair, of, I, I think they were beox, huh. I think the female was, like, 15 plus foot Oh Something yeah. like that And he, and yeah. he had big moluccans, And yeah dude No no thanks
1: They'll put a hurting On your day <laughs>
0: For yeah, sure Yeah I got bit yeah. By a small one And I was like Yep that, That's done Like the love affair it, it ended right there I was like No thanks Yeah
1: yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's I don't know. I I I like to, you know, even like I know Owen busts my balls all the time, but there's even some ball pythons I like, and I don't I have a I have a small group of them, and they ain't going anywhere, you know, because um, it's just I don't know. Is it nostalgia for me? I don't know, you know, because I just remember when they were just so difficult to get. And to me, yeah. it was like, I remember being a kid and just being amazed that like, you know, oh my god, this snake is so cool. I want one of these. Look, it's a python, but it's it's not too big, and I dig the pattern, and this is just a normal. I didn't know anything about morphs. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I've had at least one ball python since I was 11. So, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's almost 26 years now. I've had at least always a ball python, and you know, people that really know me, like when I say that my favorite ones are normals, they really are. Right. You know, and most of my normal females, you know, people will come over here. You know, a lot of my normals are older girls, too, but they're most of them are big. Right. Like, I think I have one that is just under 3,000 grams. Holy like shit. Like, most of my normal females are big. Like, they're really big, and, and they're just normals, and I love them to death. I mean, I have one that is genetic, but she's basically genetic banded. Like, she doesn't have a single black dot on any of her alien heads. She's just completely... Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and and, uh, I just... I think I have six big normals, and I have some albinos and stuff. But, you know, I just... I have them for me because I like them. They're they're cool snakes. They're good snakes. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know a lot of people bash on them, and I know the reasons why... You know whether they don't like a lot of people that are in that side of the hobby, which I don't either.
3: Mm-hmm. But there's right. a
0: lot of great people in it. Sure. You know, like when you find someone that's truly passionate about ball pythons. You know, like Andy Grossman's a great person. You know, because Andy doesn't breed like a lot, and he has a very varied collection. But Andy like really loves ball pythons. Yeah. So you know, and so does Bill. I mean, look at Bill. Bill's got a huge varied collection. You know, and he has ball pythons. He's super passionate about them. I mean. Yeah, he they're, sold they're me cool. on them. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you what, go down there and see what he has. I mean, it.
3: Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, I'm the at, Candino I'll, stuff. I'll see you guys
0: down there because I'm gonna I'm gonna go to that this year, the Southern Carpet Fest.
1: Oh, are you? Awesome.
0: Down at Pills, yeah, I'm gonna go down there.
1: That's a good time. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because he's got Borneos and, uh, you know, then all the cool carpets and chondros and, uh, like, I want to see sickness in person holy like shit that's, man <laughs> that's one of the that's got to be the coolest conjure i've ever seen in my life like that thing oh is just, my god that, that thing man like i can't wait for september when i can just put that <laughs> i was like man i might just leave it on september all year on the calendar <laughs> i was like this thing is just insane looking at it i'd, I'd yeah. be nervous owning that snake you know because i mean i've done this a long time and i kept a lot of different stuff but like that snake is so awesome and a one of a kind. I'd be like so scared that like something's gonna happen to that animal. Yeah. Like me personally, yeah. be like, oh god, please don't die.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, he's he's got. Oh man, Bill's collection is top notch for sure. Yeah, you'll, I, I, what, you know.
0: I'm not a fan. Dude, I don't like.
1: Good. No, I was gonna say I'm not a huge fan of um, of uh, carpandros and stuff. But he has this one that like is it's huge and it's like a jungle carpet, but just different. And oh my god, it's just so cool looking. And I love that snake.
0: But you know, I don't know. Yeah, Not even though that I, don't I like hybrids, really, I, I I was looking forward to. You know, I I don't like hybrids, and I don't really like the whole people making them. However, I can actually look at some hybrids and go, okay, that is kind of cool looking. Yeah. You know, like the, that snake in particular, I know the one you're talking about, you know, uh-huh. and I was like, wow, that's a really cool looking snake. And uh, so, you know, I mean, I can appreciate what it looks like. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not a hybrid fan, but I mean, it's they're, they're cool looking. I'm looking forward to seeing it in person. And, yeah. You know, Bill's got rough scales and I can't wait to see those again because Julie has those. And, you know, I used to always think what's the big deal with rough scale pythons, you know, like seeing them in pictures and on a video or whatever. I'm like, what's the big deal? Right. But then you see one in person and you handle one, you're like, wow, this thing's awesome. Yeah, that,
1: that was uh that was the hit at the Northeast Carpet Fest. That Owen spot, you know, I think that's when Bill actually went and bought his. After that, he was kind of just sold on it and just
0: had to have them. Well, yeah, but, I mean, uh, that, you know, now Jamie Carnes has some, and you know, Matt bought one now. Yeah, I mean it. it yeah, they're they're cool. Yeah, sorry yeah, sure. to talk too much about husbandry and stuff, man, but I know that all the other podcasts, I mean, there's tons of that stuff in there. Yeah, no, no, absolutely.
1: I thought it was great, you know, tons of stuff as far as, uh, you know, the different morphs and the projects, and I know, I I, I love it. Yeah, th-
0: yeah, I mean, there's going to be some, you know, even though, like, if I had to choose only one thing that I could work with, I, it'd be line breeding for really nice reds, if I could only pick one thing the morph thing does excite me because I see, you know, they have so much, you know, different stuff. I mean, like, you know, Tracy's got that slack line stuff, you know, and then there's, you know, that new morph she just popped out and then the wrought iron, like what's a wrought iron and a batik going to do when they mix together, you know, what's a wrought iron golden eye going to look like, you know, I mean that, that, that stuff's neat. And what are some of these cool little aberrant, you know, you know odd different looking blood's going to do when you mix them into matrix it's gonna be crazy (laughs) yeah yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be insane yeah
1: yeah i think uh well i hate to say it like this but i think once people start seeing that and you know that's why i like to have people come on and talk about bloods and short tails because i think they do fall into that same category that you know Maybe not for the same reasons, but, you know, like the Morelia, you know, carpets and chondros are kind of like have this, you know, uh, that they're nasty and they're mean and, you know, uh, they're going to bite you all the time. And, you know, bloods kind of have that, but I think once they start seeing more and more, uh, you know, some of these awesome snakes that, that people will just be, uh, will we'll be fascinated by them. I think also too, you know, legislation and stuff like that. I think eventually people will, plus who wants to shovel shit? I mean, I love, <laughs> I love no, berms I, as much as you do, you know what I mean? But <laughs> I don't want to shovel shit
0: with, a, with an dude, actual I, I don't shovel. Miss, God, <laughs> you know? I, I don't miss that at all. You know, like, uh, you know, when Matt was on to, and he talked about his retakes a little bit, you know, then he posted a picture of one of those, you know, platinum, tiger, you know, whatever that thing was. And I, I even said, I even commented on it. I was like, you know, I I love retigs. I miss how cool they are, but I don't miss cleaning up after them because. No. Nah. I mean, retigs are different than Burmese, but like retics, man, when they shed, it's all over the cage and they just ruin a cage. And, you know, when a oh, Burm, yeah. especially oh, yeah. when they get big, you, you start getting them 10 foot plus, like when they, when they piss. I mean, uh-huh. it just, I mean, the cage is soaked. Yeah. And your whole reptile room would just reek. And you only have one berm. I mean, you know, if you had <laughs> 10 of them in here, I can you, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, it was a so, chore, man. See, a lot of people are actually going towards smaller stuff. I don't know if yeah. you noticed that trend. It's like big snake people, which I hope the wrong ones don't come into it, but they usually weed right. themselves out anyway. But you'll probably see a lot of big, big snake people you know, berm, retake people, boa people, whatever, you'll see them, you know, get into bloods. Well, like I said, it's not really the wrong type. You know, hopefully they come in with a good mentality. Right. And, uh, you know, but you see a lot of people getting more into the smaller stuff, you know. Yeah. Like locality boas, like smaller locality boas are really popular. You know, that, that I think you're going to see more and more of that as we go on. You know, and it, yeah it, it makes sense because i mean like these guys that have bunches of retics i don't know how they do it now uh, what do I, they
1: do with I, all these babies and like oh my god man i i, I have i have
0: no <laughs> idea i mean oh my god like i know like some of the big guys like jay i mean he's probably got like big you know, he's got overseas outlets or whatever but i would think eventually that would dry up because you know with with breeding snakes especially the more common stuff you know, more than likely, you know, they're going to be able to breed it if that's what they're going to do. If it's not the person right. that bought it, whoever they sell it to, eventually people are going to breed them. Right. So you got all these snakes that are getting cranked out. Say, so, you know, well, then those people are going to breed them and they're going to have more and more and more and more. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, because a lot of the retake guys I know are all really cool dudes and responsible and they dig their snakes. But I'm, I'm hoping it's like the people that buy them, not yes. necessarily the hardcore breeders you know, like Jake Klotz and some of those really cool dudes. I'm hoping that, like, the real, you know, the wrong, not not too many wrong people get them, you know, because right. like, that's, like, the last thing we need. You know? Cause, yeah. Like, I showed you that picture. I didn't post it on my Facebook, that picture, that retick bite on that dude's arm, and I was like, ah, man, that's gnarly. I'd...
3: See, but I didn't oh, post yeah. it on my
0: page. I just sent that in a message to a few of my buddies, like you and Nick and stuff, but I was like, eh, nah. Nah.
1: Yeah, you see something like that. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I glad i do not have retics. So, you know. No,
0: oh God.
1: Well, I, mean, you know. I thought about
0: super dwarfs. You know, because you got a retic that's as big as a, you know, like a big rat snake or whatever. You're right. pure super dwarfs. But you know, they're so active and they're always pushing and everything. I just, I was like, ah, nah. They just, you know, I just didn't want to deal with that.
1: Yeah, Matt talked so. me out of those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, no, no. No, no desire for that. I'm, I'm pretty content in what I got. And I, I spend enough money on the blood and Shorts where there's nothing left to buy <laughs> other stuff. So yeah. we're good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I want oh, to, um, for sure, Bloods and short tails. you know, whether it grows a little bit or not, you know, I, I, I got some, you know, I got some of that crazy, uh, what does he call that one that's like uh, insane? Uh, the one that Matt uh, – I can't remember the name he had for it. You know, the crazy
0: uh, marble thing. Oh, the extreme. Yeah, the extreme. The extreme marbles?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have one yeah, that, that, uh, that. it's kind of wild looking, and he said that if I breed this together, there's a possibility that I'll pop something like that out. I mean, that thing is just nuts, you know? Just look at that, and I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: like, holy yeah, see, shit. I'm like, holy shit,
0: dude. And that's that's yeah. what I want. You know, as bad as I want that genetic stripe from Matt, probably, honestly, the first thing I'll get from him is a really wicked marble, or a pair of marbles, and not breed them together, but just breed that into the latte.
3: Yeah.
0: And, you know, yeah. just try to get, you know, because, like, those are the best ones. You know, I know Matt Sedlon has some really, really awesome granites, but, like, you know, from somebody that has really, really nice marble or granite. You know, like, uh, look at look at that breeding that Nick Bettini did. What was it, like, two years ago or so? Three years? Uh-huh. He bred that Super Stripe something to a Super Stripe something, and he made that leopard. It's oh, like yeah. Blue, and it has black dots on its back, but then it has marble dots on its sides. And I'm like, dude, what is that? Right. And he's going to breed... A white wall ocelot that he got from Matt, and that thing is sick looking. The white wall he bought from Matt, he's gonna breed that to that crazy looking snake, dude. That clutch,
1: oh my god, <laughs> I,
0: can't, I can't imagine what that's gonna look like. It's it's gonna be nuts,
1: right? Yeah, and and you know, I guess the cool thing about those is that you know, there's so many options like that, so many ways you can go, and 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 that's the cool thing about you know, like if you kind of focus on what you like you know, you're not, you know, necessarily going to be, I don't know if competition is the right, you know what I'm saying? so like, if you're doing what you want to do um, more than likely, there's not going to be maybe somebody doing exactly what you're, you're doing or getting the exact same results. And I don't know, that's kind of what draws me to those guys. It's just so many possibilities.
0: and, and, And that's one thing I can say, like, it's one thing I really love about the group and it's like, you know, because me listening to the podcast of these breeders you brought on that have tons of experience, you know, you listen to what they say, you know, and like when I was listening to Kara's interview, because I've listened to all of them more than once. um, Right. You know, Kara talking about when people breed and they want to get rid of them like super fast, like get rid of them. Well, what you'll notice with the blood and short tail guys is, you know, and you see it a lot in carpets too, is like I mean, they're so jazzed about their animals and love what they have that, like them sitting on you know clutch or multiple clutches. I mean, they're not in a rush. I mean, oh no! You know, I mean, they sell when they sell. Right. I mean, most of those guys, as soon as they advertise them, I and they're really nice. I mean, they're gone anyway. You right. Know, especially you. You sell. A, I mean, I know you notice this because you like the black Sumatrans. Like anybody posts a black Sumatran up, like Lon from his Jet Mail or, you know, Kara and then Nick and somebody, and Dan Magano, like these people that have these really, really nice black Sumatrans. Right. Like they pop up, they're gone, man. Like they're gone. Yeah. You know, I, I asked Nick one time, I was like, hey, dude, what do you have available right now? Because he didn't really have much posted. But, you know, a lot of these times, especially when you know him, you're like, hey, man, what do you have? And they're like, oh, well, I'm, th- I'm thinking about posting this up. And one of the animals was like a 2015, you know, black Sumatran female, and she was sick. Right? He posted that snake, and I think he sold it in, like, two hours, if it was even two hours. It was gone. Boom. Done. Wow. Yeah, the, the the blacks, the really, really nice blacks, I mean, they're gone. I mean, eventually, I want to get at least a pair of those because they're just sick looking. But, you know, I'm still adding to the reds. And then, you know, I got, you know, I'd like to add those marbles from Matt. But uh, a pair of blacks, will, I don't want, like, ten of them, but, you know, a pair of blacks would be nice. But there's so much in the reds to tinker with is just like, dude, what do you, what do you do, man? And it, you know, but I, I, I like what those, those guys say, you know, they'll they'll sit on their animals because again, they bred for themselves first. Yeah. So they're not like, oh man, I got to get rid of like all these pastels. I mean, there was one year I produced, I think 37 pastel ball pythons or whatever, dude, that sucked. (laughs) That sucks because, like, nobody wanted, like, pastels, you know, because a lot of time and my pastels were nice. I mean, they came from nice pastels. Right. But, you know, it's a pastel. And, you know, I think out of 37 of them, I think, like, 23 or something were male. I was like, oh, my God. And I sat on those for a while, and I eventually just wholesaled them because I was like, dude, I got to get rid of these things. It wasn't the feeding part or whatever. I was just, like, tired of taking care of that many pastels. Right. You know, but that's what has me jazzed about breeding my bloods eventually is because, you know, dude, like when I, I've already told myself when I hatch pixels, that first clutch, man, I don't care how many pixels in there, I'm not selling any of them. (laughs) Even Julie, and Julie's not a blood python person, she thinks that she digs the pixel.
1: Yeah, that's a crazy snake, man. It's just, dude, when they're bigger,
0: like when people, like when you start seeing more adults of them, you know, like a five foot, you know, 17, 18 pound, 20 pound, whatever big pixel blood. Yeah. That, that is sick. I don't know how everybody wouldn't want one of those things. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's just, it's wild looking.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I kind of do that with my carpets. I mean, I have, I have clutches that I've held back and, you know, again, that's where it's like the room comes into play. It's like, I I'm holding all these animals back for the most part. Most of my stuff that, I mean, I you have to be a good friend of mine for, for me to have sold yeah. you something <laughs> it's yeah. in the, from last year. Or the, you know what I mean? Like there's only certain people I'm letting those things go to. And it's not because I'm trying to be greedy or hoard it all back. It's just, you know, I've said this from day one and Owen always makes fun of me. It's just that I'm trying to learn what to look for and what turns mm-hmm. into what. And the only way you can do that is by, you know holding stuff back and watching it grow and I, I don't do this for for a living or for money or you know it's, uh, I mean it's nice if I can buy other snakes with snake money but at the same time like you know I, I just hope that one day I'll be able to just look at something out of the egg and say okay this is going to be like that and this is going to be like that okay I'm going to hold this back you know and it's not always going to work out the way you want but I don't know. I'm kind of already in that mindset. So, you know, Mm. Contras are the same way. Like, uh, I don't know why anybody would sell Contras till they're a year old.
0: Like, you don't know what you're going to have, you know?
1: Can you imagine if Bill would have sold the sickness?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I mean, dude, I think I'd have to talk myself off the ledge.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I don't know what I'd do. That's the ultimate seller's I mean, there's some snakes I regret selling, but,
0: oh, my God, if I sold that, I I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, like if somebody you know a year later they just pop up and like, hey man, thanks for this chondro. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
2: I need Because to what did you, you he bred a? Uh,
0: yeah, because wasn't yeah. the female like a wamena yeah. bred to like a an, an unassuming male? Yeah, you know, not a bad male, but like he, it was kind of an unassuming pair to like make something like that. And oh my god, I wonder who got siblings. Like, I wonder if anything else has turned out crazy.
1: I think a few of them have. Not, not, I mean, not quite as, as crazy as the sickness, but a few of them have, have been pretty crazy. I know when I was there, he was showing me some, and he's just like, I I, I, I want to say it was that first time I was there, I think it was the sickness, and he just pulled it out, and it was, it was just a neonate, and he's just like, this is going to be crazy. And I'm like, what? They all look the same to me. You know what I mean? It's just like a darker version of it. And I'm just like, what are you looking at? And he's just like, yeah, it's going to be because of this and because of that. And I'm just like, I, I just don't see it. I can't see what you're seeing. And sure enough, <laughs> it's just I, like, holy shit.
0: You you know, what really surprised me with condros is because it, it was so long since I had seen like really young babies, you right. know, like not very old at all, you know, because a lot of times when you go to shows, you know, they, they would be a few months old, you know, or, or up to yearling size. You know, and when I didn't really know much about chondros, which I still really don't, uh, you know, I used to assume, like, okay, that's the baby. Right. back then, a lot of people fed their chondros, you know, probably incorrectly because they had these huge, massive chondros. And I know beox get pretty big, but you'd see certain chondros that are, you know, pretty damn big. And, I, you know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of guys, like, you know, mm-hmm. that's not the way to go. But, you know, when I went to Julie's a couple years ago, and she had, like, this clutch from, like, blue to blue pairing, I think it's, like, nightcrawler to... some other blue snake mystique or something Uh these babies were really really new and like she's pulling open the racks and showing them to me and i was like oh my god that thing is so small (laughs) like i'd be scared to death man i don't think i could breed chondros i'd be oh my god because like some of those colubrids i bred that i never bred before like gray bands and uh you know pyros the arizona mountain king Uh uh-huh like, those babies were so small, and were you, when you're used to breeding boas and Burmese and stuff like that, you get these big, beefy babies. Right. You know, because, oh. like, it, it would always give me more confidence because, you know, you hatch out Burmese. You know, most of them are going to eat because most of them are little dickheads anyway when they're babies. But, right. you know, like, berms are just made to eat, you know, and, right. you know, really the boas, all that stuff. But, you know, I hatched out these little babies, and I'm like, God, I got a I shelf life on these things get them going, you know, because they're so small. It just made right. me super paranoid. It was like, God, man, if this thing doesn't eat in a couple of weeks, it's going to be dead. That's what we're with it was Yeah, well,
1: I, you know, I've I've talked to so many contra people over the years, and, you know, they would say exactly what you're saying, how small they are when they hatched out. But it wasn't until I saw with my eyes, you know, no. we went – I think we went to Buddy's place, and, you know, he's just like – there was like eggs. He had eggs that – were hatched out recently, and you know we still had the the shells and stuff. And I'm like looking at it. and Me and Owen were like, "That's a chondro egg. Are you a what? Yeah. That's a con- you like what? <laughs> Holy shit!
0: What, what dude? Even when when I bred uh, you know carpets again, you know a couple of years ago when I first started, uh, you know when my big coastal had eggs, I was like, wow, these are small. You know because I hadn't seen carpet eggs and god i couldn't remember how long it'd been right you know i was used to like ball python and berm eggs and you know other python eggs that are like pretty big you know ball right. python eggs are pretty decent size and berm eggs are real big and then like you know here's my coastal and she laid 27 eggs and i'm like good lord these things you know they're like marshmallows <laughs> right and i was like whoa you know i think i had two sets of twins and i was like how in the hell did two carpets come out of this egg
1: come out of this egg yeah
0: Oh, uh, that's
1: crazy. It. But, uh, so we're probably going to get cut off any second now. Uh, but uh, why don't you throw your info out there so if people want to get in touch with you or see what you got going on that can,
0: uh, can, sure, can the, see. The, yeah, the, the only thing I have now is, you know, I, is just, just me, Ryan Rumbly, on uh, Facebook. And then, you know, I post on the blood python page here and there but that's uh right. that's really it i don't have anything else okay cool all right
1: and if they wanted to talk to you they can just hit you up uh, messenger on the facebook and stuff cool that's cool awesome well uh thanks for coming on man i uh, appreciate it. it was awesome uh i'm sure we'll have to have you back again uh you know to talk about uh you said you're breeding what next season
0: yeah. Yeah. I'll have a um, i I'll have a pair of red bloods that I'm breeding and then uh, my lattes. I'm going to breed those together. So I don't, I don't really know how big that matrix female is. And I think, I don't even think she's three yet. So I'm, I don't, you know, I'm going to try to wait till all my bloods are around four years old to, to breed four them. Years but, okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to breed, you know, unless one like just na- naturally grows big enough in three years, but. Right. Uh, I have a pair of reds. I'm going to breed. They're real nice, and I'm going to breed, uh, you know, my lattes. So cool. We'll see how that goes. Cool, cool, cool.
1: And uh, we'll just be keeping out. I, well, I know I'll be watching all the stuff you're picking up, so that I can see the pairs,
0: see where. I yeah, am. man. Well, that, that My future I got, purchases uh, will come from. <laughs> oh well, dude, I got <laughs> a. You know, I didn't post any pictures of them yet because you know a lot of this, you know, I, they're coming later this month. But you know, I have like. 10 snakes coming in February nice but okay yeah and that they're you know some from Nick some from Matt Turner and then uh uh Frank more from Frank Dude, cool so that would be cool you'll really like those Borneos from Frank they're just they're just nuts looking oh I actually when when we're off I'll, I'll send you some pictures of the ones I'm getting from Frank they're just nuts cool awesome all right man
1: well uh all right, buddy. again thanks for coming on and uh welcome back anytime
0: yeah, thanks, man.
1: All right. Have a good All one.
0: Right. You too. Bye.
1: All right, everybody. Uh, we're probably going to get caught off at any point, but uh, yeah, always love to get the, uh, uh, the the passion going for the short tails. Uh, they're awesome snakes, uh, an awesome group of people working with them. Uh, you can check out, uh, I think there's uh, blood pythons, there's the short tail, uh family groups on facebook uh there's a lot of cool cool uh groups there on facebook that you can check out uh if you're interested in getting involved with uh bloods and short tails um let's see uh just throw out some stuff real quick morelia python radio you can follow us on facebook uh, at morelia python radio Uh, We're also on Twitter at Morelia Python. For more info on Morelia and the show, you can check out the website at uh, MoreliaPythonRadio.com. If you want to get contacts with us, our email is info at MoreliaPythonRadio.com. Northeast Carpet Fest is uh, June 3rd, 2017. Uh, I'm hosting it this year, Warminster PA. Uh, If you want to follow what's going on uh, with that, Probably the best place to follow that is uh, CarpetFest.net or uh, you can join the Facebook group Northeast Carpet Fest. Um, as far as myself, E.B. Morelia, you can check out my website, E.B. I'm on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, you can uh, also send me an email at Eric at E.B. Uh, and for Owen, Rogue-Reptiles.com. Uh, he's also on Facebook. Uh, and Instagram at rogue reptiles, I know his next show coming up is uh Hamburg, which I believe is maybe at the end of february um but uh you know uh he has some uh, some cool coastal stuff and whatnot uh that uh he has up for sale um that you can check out I'm sure he has it over on his uh facebook page um and probably on his website. But uh, if you want to shoot him a message, you can just contact him on on Facebook, and uh, he'll get back with you. So until next week, thanks for listening. And uh, damn, I screwed up Owen's ending. (laughs) Next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.